0: And now, the end is near, and so I face the final curtain, and things like that.
1: All all the world's a stage, and all its denizens are players. Thanks for that. Um, I forget how the end of that speech goes. It's bollocks, isn't it? Welcome to the last episode <laughs> of Dead <Twist> and Chill. <laughs>
0: Welcome listeners to what we're saying is the last episode of Decklist and Chill. Will it reappear in the future? Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? I'm gonna say no. But you never know. Well, Well,
1: I mean, let's let's not uh, say no. Let's say that at some point down the line there will not
0: say goodbye, let's just say Au revoir.
1: Yeah, no, let's just say until next time. Until next time. That's probably what we should say at the end of the episode rather than the beginning. <laughs> Welcome today, Mr. Jill, we're off. <laughs> Thanks we're for off. tuning in. Uh,
0: it's just myself and Dan Kay tonight because uh, our third host, Matt, such is vomiting copiously. Easily. He's... Uh, if you'd like to join in with the hashtag #PrayForMatt you can. on Twitter, you can. No one will read it. That's uh, going
1: live now, actually. So, um, it's, to jump it's in. Too on late.
0: That. So Matt is vomiting. poor old Um,
1: Matt's got a touch of the norovirus. So so
0: he's with us in spirit.
1: But not in presence.
0: But not in presence, (laughs) or in any tangible way. Um, So yeah, this is the last episode. Um, I'll be honest, we're just going to get fucked up and answer your questions.
1: Yeah. As best we can. We love, we obviously love Game of Thrones, but we've done little to no preparation for this. More on the no preparation than the little. <laughs> but, in fact, it's been three months and we've been to Starlake since our last episode and we have nothing I to mean, say. I mean, there's a lot of history to catch up on. And we could just tell tales like old war heroes.
0: Well, I imagine we'll get onto that. Yeah,
1: I mean, it was uh, it was pretty good. Starlake was pretty amazing. Yeah, I
0: think we'll get onto Star Starlake through the questions. I think it'll come up organically. Oh, really? I do.
1: Have you got some sort of structure after all? In a way. Fantastic. In a way.
0: Oh, in you
1: know, a way. S- sending us into the dark to die alone.
0: But we have we have questions and we, we will answer them as best we can. Um, there's one variation of the question that's come up several times. Why are you stopping? Um, should, we, should we
1: address that right now? Head take on. it away. Take it away. Well, dear listeners, dear listeners at home, God, how I've come to cherish your company over the long <laughs> like family to me in a way. <laughs> in a sense, a family that never talks back or <laughs> <laughs> contributes other than through Facebook, but a family nonetheless. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm emigrating to a different country, uh, which is eight hours behind the current time zone I live in, thus making scheduling a bloody nightmare. Um, so yeah, that country, country's Canada. I'll be moving to Vancouver, so watch out, Vancouver, and
0: uh, <sighs> love you, Matt Such. Is moving to New Zealand. Oh fuck yeah! I forgot about
1: that. Yeah, he's Will been very
0: quiet about it. He hasn't really made a big announcement. No, he really no, hasn't. Moving, no, he was like, no, I did tell you. I was like, oh, okay. Did you? <laughs> no one seems to know this, Matt.
2: Um, yeah, I told so everyone. There was a big party and everything.
0: As part of a, the the joy of doing this, is that we just get to sit around and get drunk together. I don't really fancy the idea of doing it over Skype. No. Uh, so this is for the
1: moment. Because it, then ultimately you're just drinking alone on the phone. It'd be like every other night. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Even called anyone just on most
1: days at work recording my thoughts.
0: Um, so that is why we're not doing any more episodes. That's it, sad face. But, um, I think we're all still going to hang around in the game. Where we'll at. always
1: be around, always there as sort of smug legends of the scene. You know, I mean, this is everyone's favorite podcast, <laughs> uh,
0: definitely. If it's not, then... despite
1: our, our lack, of, lack of knowledge, middling ability, and motivation. <laughs> You know, it's still we're, the best. we're like mascots of the scene at this point, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, a follow-on question from Darren Hazelden, who's asked us quite a few questions because he just loves the sound of his own voice. <laughs> Why not just use Skype after Dan moves and continue to put out content? He didn't put hashtag content, so it doesn't really count. Do you hate us all, or do you just specifically hate Dan?
1: Well, I don't hate me, Darren. I kind of like me. Some would even say love me, but, you know... Uh, that would just be egotistical. I'm a,
0: so. I'm a admirer.
1: You're not, uh, yeah, that's, admirer. That's a nice word to use. Isn't it? That is a nice word to uh,
0: use. As stated, we just don't really want to use Skype. So uh, There
1: is a hashtag hate Dan if you want to follow that. That's currently got no take up whatsoever. Um, if you want to carry on with hashtag pray for Matt, then that's a... Well, your prerogative. A, pinging on the thousands now. It's a free country, isn't it? <laughs> um, our next question is
0: from Jorge Ancaraz.
1: Oh, Hor- Horachai and Caris. is that not okay? Nice.
0: Some call him George Anchors. Oh, his question is: Will you be releasing extended universe content to wrap up all the unfinished storylines of the podcast and its characters?
1: I think in season four you can expect uh, Matt Such's character to go to a really dark place. We had a lot of fun he's recording some of the scenes.
0: Yeah, he's um. There's a whole spin-off novel about our dear departed host Tristan and his
1: adventures in Northampton. He's going to come back and the whole thing is, even though he quit Thrones and sold all his cards and everything, he's uh, actually come back and he's now the best of all of us. He's like some sort of... Oh, he's
0: been away training.
1: He's been away training in secret. And that creates a rift within the family of like, why did you not just play a buzz? So there's a lot of extended universe content to come. It writes itself. It does in a way. Off uh, every episode, not on the spot. Steely,
0: Steely Sam Bazzard has his own spin off where he travels the world stealing works of art <laughs> with a gang of glamorous jewel thieves, which I'm, I'm looking forward to um i'll obviously be con- continuing uh my podcast here chatty chatty uh, <laughs>
1: hey chatty chatty
0: hey chatty chatty about the uh compelling cat collecting game here kitty kitty um i've got 20 hours of content recorded already and it's, <laughs> just him alone it's getting downright weird um <laughs> But I feel I'm getting close to some kind of of truth. I would say, like,
1: your your Hey Chatty Chatty podcast is kind of like your Ulysses, you know?
0: Yeah, it is. It's (laughs) impenetrable, and everyone says they've listened to it, but no one has. has. (laughs) Um, It's just... Just to impress
1: people. <laughs> so we don't. We don't like to. I don't, well, I don't like to draw attention to Hey Chatty Chatty because it's a podcast I'm not involved in, and it pays me. Of there is jealousy. Yeah, there is, is jealousy. It pays me to admit it's better than it's better than and Chill, which is you know that's a difficult thing to say. It's and Chill. It's a very high bar. It's fucking. It is awesome. We are a great <laughs> podcast.
0: We are just brilliant. You
1: guys are gonna. I mean, it's. I feel bad for you because you're gonna miss <laughs> us. You're not gonna miss the smugness, but by God, you'll miss the <laughs> memories. <laughs> Um, Do you know people reference it to me sometimes I meet them? I've to some people like, oh, Forever Saplings? I'm like, shit, Wow.
0: <laughs> people remember our episode names. Even I don't listen to that. <laughs> uh, a, a young man named Hadley Moon.
1: Are you sure you're pronouncing that right? I am, actually.
0: Hadley Moen. Oh, nice. Really. Um, he says, your show has had me in stitches. I will miss it. It's not, not, a less of a question, more of a, a pleasant statement. And I, I called him up on that on Facebook, and he said, What is my favorite podcast? Favorite podcast? Favorite podcast? Which, you know, that's uh, a bit of an inception loop, wait, wait, wait. There. Hold on,
1: that is a loop. Let, let's break that down. What is my favorite podcast? Us, obviously. Favorite podcast? Hey, chatty chatty. Favorite, favorite podcast. podcast? Matt, you can answer that. You're in a unique position.
0: I am. Well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't listen to any other podcasts do you?
0: I do actually, I listen to one called, um, ugh, I, fucking hell, I can't remember what it's called, it's Anonymous Stories from Beautiful People, which is very good, which is people who write in anonymous stories and then they're read out. Um,
1: How do they know that people are beautiful? Or is it like, on the inside?
0: Everyone's beautiful on the
1: inside. No, are they? No, no they're not. <laughs> um,
0: some of them are just awful. Uh, so that's quite good. I don't listen to many podcasts um so
1: yeah
2: this is a bit of a
0: non-starter question really i feel like i should um but if it hasn't got my voice on it it can get to fuck to be honest so dan do you you have any podcasts you enjoy
1: uh no no i just mainly listen to ffg ffg gaming ones uh Mm. and i don't actually enjoy I say ffg gaming ones podcasts about ffg games would be a better way of saying that and i really enjoy a lot of them some of them are good Trying yeah. to find like an L five R podcast right now that you know I'm vibing. I've got some yeah, got some options there. I'm I'm, I'm right enjoying it. Sake House Brawl. Sake House Brawl? I haven't listened to that one. That's
0: no, good. It's the Irish Irish L five R podcast. Yeah, I said yeah. we should say twelve five R. 5 R. I listened to that. I listened to that last night, uh, or maybe good. the night before last.
1: Either way, it was uh. It's basically just uh, Darren and his mate shit-talking, which I, I thoroughly enjoyed the format of. <laughs> and
0: I, still, I enjoyed very much enjoyed the last episode of Band of Behind the Throne because I devoted at least 25 minutes to my question about Mr. Blobby. What was your question about Mr. Blobby? I'm wary of duplicating content, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> so you should be. <laughs> <laughs> if if the song Mr. Blobby by Mr. Blobby was a card, what card would it be?
1: What card was it? Can you guess? No. I couldn't even no. begin to imagine. That's sort of train, So it was
0: much and more. Because Mr. Blobby likes to give and Yeah. And there was a follow up question which was, Do you feel that the song's claim his influence will spread throughout the land stands up to any scrutiny? back on it. And the answer was no, not really. So but yeah, no you know Well I that know seems like
1: an entire joke I missed out on
0: <laughs> They did it better, to be fair. I mean it was, you know off the top of my head. It's um, Bamford. he's pretty good at what he does, isn't he? they know their stuff. Um we have another question here from Darren Hazelden.
1: He's basically just, it's all him, really. If you go through the list, there's just seven questions. I think questions. he had some
0: kind of meltdown and just <laughs> poured out all these questions he's been wanting to know. Why am I sticky?
1: Why are you sticky, Darren?
0: I think I know the answer to this. Oh, God. I think it's because he's been doing pantomime as an evil villain, which is true, and he's had grease paint on his face. <laughs> That's so great.
2: Like he's a just pantomime. been method acting he the ju- whole time. It's,
1: yeah. <laughs> actual Darren Hazeland. nothing like his real life persona or his internet persona <laughs> he's just been doing a, a, uh, p- an Jim internet
0: pan acting he's lost himself in this role <laughs> <laughs> no one knows where Abanaza starts and <laughs> Abanaza uh, the
1: definitely not correctly named villain of the <laughs> Aladdin that's why Sorry. I think
0: you're sticky Darren if there's any other reason I frankly don't want to get into it, um, it feels like a Maybe a you're here, sticky. Chatty, chatty.
1: You're sticky with talent. Yeah, sticky, with, sticky talent. with acting talent. That's why you're sticky. And the only way to wash that off is to bathe yourself in the fires of performance.
0: <laughs> Colin Ware asks, "What's the favorite decklist <laughs> you all have chilled over during your run?"
1: Oh, wow, that's a tough. That question.
0: is a good question, isn't it? I think my favorite is the one we did with Kid Hearts, just because it was such a fucking shit decklist, and it took six it's hours so to explain. Long. But we had Kiddo Hearts on the show. It and was great. Lovely. And I, you know, I enjoyed
1: it. I listen back to that show sometimes and I think... In my darkest moments. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm alone in my room sobbing at my failures <laughs> at night, I like to listen to that episode. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, I listen back to that just, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time in my car basically driving around. You know, I don't always listen to my own podcast in the car, but just, you know, sometimes <laughs> yeah. when... You know it's got your mates' voices on. It's kind of like they're there in the car if you're playing it into the stereo. I like to whack it on, you know. And I listened back to that one, and it's just basically like 70 minutes of almost reading out cards. I was like, "Fuck
2: <laughs> me, this episode is dire."
1: Um, I think it's it was tea probably as shit, man. yeah. I think one of my, my favourite decklist one was probably like one of the early ones we thought was amazing, got really hyped up on, but was actually just incredibly shit. Like uh, I think one of the first. Um, sort of Night's Watch winter builds that I got really excited about. It's when the White Tree had first came came out. Oh, the Night's and... Watch
0: Lion one? Was no, it's... no, no. It was no, like no. the one
1: after that when the Kings of Winter and White Tree were out. And okay, like that, that part of the cycle. And I built this, like, choke deck and I was like, this is fucking sick. Blah, blah, blah. And I just left out, like, one absolutely essential <laughs> card to make the entire thing work, which is the old forest hunter. And it was actually just a really, really bad <laughs> deck. Um, so, yeah, probably.
0: Do we, do we think we've come up with anything? I mean, this is a question I'm asking myself. Do, do we think we've come up with any truly great decks? Truly, truly great On the show. Oh, we haven't, There's the answer.
1: But well, oh, no, come on. Let's let's not just write ourselves out like that. Um, so, so, the best decklist I was ever involved in. Yeah, they've never actually been on the show. And there's a reason for that. Is there? Because um, a lot, really a, lo- a lot, lot of the time, like when I'm working on something, I want to play. It's really spicy. Like it's often right before a tournament. And I don't, I don't you want to re- give away the I don't really give away the tech, and it's fucking awful. Because you know, I totally have the opinion that information like that should be shared and whatever. But like, I'm basically a selfish prick, and I hang on to my my more competitive ideas. <laughs> but they're not my best. You know, they're they're my less best. fun. And Deck Fist and Chill's always been pretty pretty, like, cash with our approach, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, oh, definitely. Painfully so. <laughs> Painfully casual. I don't know if
0: we have a favourite deck list that we've all chilled over. Um, Colline.
1: No, nothing Nothing really springs to mind. There must have been something Something at least good. Was there, like, a, a Fat Cat one? Yeah, yeah, I think that was a pretty solid deck. <laughs> the ones we had with Alexa Feworth. Yeah, yeah, that was some good. That was all right, yeah. I don't know if the debt was any good. Did anyone ever play that? This is a better question at you, Colin. Has anyone actually ever used one of our lists and <laughs> <laughs> taken it anywhere and done anything with it? How's he going to answer? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out when we post the podcast, won't we? It'd be a Sorry, I didn't mean to sound so angry and accused <laughs> to me there, Colin. <laughs> what, what have you done? Yeah, what have you bloody done with them, eh? What have you done with my fucking list? <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there were some good ones on there. I like your ones, Matt. You know, music of the Spears. That, that
0: was alright, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I've still I've got one too. Yeah. Oh uh, no. well, that
1: leads us nicely. That leads us un- inconclusively into. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: be honest. We might not answer any of these questions properly. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no, We'll ten. answer them.
1: We'll give them. We'll, we'll give it a
0: fair crack of the whip. Chin chin. It, we have one here from a young man called Rob Wilkai.
1: Oh, lovely. Who says?
0: What unreleased deck names do you have stored up?
1: Well, well, Rob.
0: I read this question, and I thought, I've got fucking loads. And <laughs> then I thought, I'm going to write them down before we start recording. And I we're recording now, and I haven't done that. Oh. So yeah, basically, I, I come up with new deck names about once every ten minutes and think, that's brilliant, and I don't write them down or remember them. A lot of um, them are, are
1: song-themed, aren't they? They are
0: song-themed. Yeah, we did have, we were going to do a, a, a song deck... A song, Stark
1: song deck. Song decks are my favourite kind of uh, decks. By which was
0: either going to be called "Real Big Blackfish," "Orchestral Maneuvers in the Stark," or "The Grateful Ned," <laughs> all of which I think are gold. And
1: uh, oh, it's "Real Big Blackfish," it. like "Real Big Fish." Yeah, right. Yeah. So I get the reference now. There we go. I think it like that
0: "Blackfish P-H-I-C-H. Oh, I like thing. it. Yeah, I like yeah.
1: it. I think "Orchestral Maneuvers in the Stark" is probably the one. Mm. The one that I I would go for. I've got a couple of. Song themed decks, deck names even. Uh it was my my Martel Rose uh hyper ricasso deck, which was called uh Suns and Roses. Mm. They all seem to be music oriented, don't they? It? it works. And I've got some yeah, I think I've got the Will the Real Black World of Please Stand Up? Which was uh some sort of fray themed deck, I assume. God, Christ even knows what it is. No, it's Night's Watch Blank. So that pro- that one probably didn't take off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not very catchy. <laughs> and then... A
0: Lanny Rains oh. deck called Mains of Castamere that I never published, which I quite liked.
1: That was a good That was a good episode, so, if I remember correctly. Did we actually put that out? I don't know. No, I don't think we did. Yes, we did. Yeah, we totally did. Yeah, it was the one where we were... It was back in the days where we like, throw deck lists around like candy before they were, like, some <laughs> sort of rare resource on this show. Remember when we used to do, like, two or three lists in a show? Oh,
0: God, so I was strong then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: fantastic look at me now that is such relevant content <laughs> uh, cool I've got a deck that's called fuck I better not be taking this to nationals and, and do you know what I didn't dear listener I didn't Martel uh, Martel no not Martel fucking Night's Watch Baratheon or Night's Watch Stag whatever you want to call it wasn't very good <laughs> <laughs> Shit. yeah so uh, obviously you can see that our deck list reservoir is just a giant bucket of loss got the older icy bays and handy jays uh they were never released either
0: so we are kind of missing matt such here because he is a regular
1: banter legend
0: he comes up with some great names but he's not here is he so no,
1: he's, he actually comes up with some of the some of the best names i reckon he does yeah he's a do you know what colin just for you we'll send you a signed card it's with... rob actually oh, that's just rob's question yeah sorry Rob just for you Colin cause you, you get nothing you get nothing but Rob on the other hand you get a signed Christmas card from Matt Such with every single one of his great <laughs> decklist names and that's coming to you directly in the post buddy. let's
0: volunteer more stuff that Matt can do <laughs> across the podcast he can't say he anything he has to do it. it it's
1: legally binding he has to he's a really nice guy and anyway as well that's the great thing about Matt you can just lay this on his door and <laughs> you can just take, bully him take, <laughs> just, just pressure him into things that he doesn't want to do <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Rob, you'll be receiving that card. Surely, please leave your address in the comment section below.
0: Next question is from Adam East.
1: Ah. Who says, Why have you forsaken me? I'm pretty sure there's a sister down there. Which I think no, is it? We can't, we can't keep an- ant- answering every no. question of woe. Look, we get it, guys. We we've, get
0: never, it. we've never, we've re- never, we'll never really leave you.
1: We, no, it's true. we we'll right. Normally, when I say
0: that, it's a threat, yeah. but in this, it's. Completely... <laughs> <laughs> we'll never fucking leave you, all right? It's meant to. Everywhere be you go, you'll always we'll, be looking
1: over your shoulder.
0: We'll always, we'll always be here. <laughs> I'm going to chat about Adam later because he's asked another question. Oh, that's good. So.
1: Adam, for those of you that don't know him, is a Game of Thrones card game player. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He is. That's what they call him, players. <gasps>
1: players of the game.
0: He's an absolutely lovely man who has my best my best Starlake memories involve Adam, so we'll get on to Starluck a bit later. We certainly will. A bit later
1: on. <laughs> a bit down this long line. This is gonna be the first ever five hour long deck, listen to <laughs> and uh, we cannot be responsible for the for any adjustment of quality uh, uh, throughout the episode's time.
0: Our next question is from Liam Hall, who's a Bristol boy.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, the, the Godfather of our meta, really. He organises our store <clears throat> champs. You know, he's known a, for his
1: his uh, extensive mafia family. Indeed,
0: he says, "What does the future hold for the Bristol Meta?" Which I think is a pretty niche question. Um, but as two of two of our members are leaving, it's a bit of a blow. But I'm still going to carry on playing. There's a few other players in Bristol, so hopefully.
1: Liam, I just want to address this personally. If you've ever seen Terminator Two there's a, a reoccurring nightmare that the main character, Sarah Connor, keeps having, where she wakes up in the asylum, uh, runs through its empty halls from her bedroom, out into a playground where children are playing, and she grasps a wire metal fence and she sort of shakes it knowingly in, in a sort of like...
0: I'm really curious to see where this is going. Okay, go
1: <laughs> she, she shakes it in a sort of like knowing dread and anger, and then a nuclear blast occurs and levels the entire the entire scene to just ash and bleak nothingness <laughs> and that's the kind of sort of finality I think the bristle will have after me and Matt, Matt part next question please
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's was bleak is not it Fucking happy new year everyone <laughs> <laughs> we are recording this the day before New Year. Well, I think the
0: the real answer to that is most people are moving on to L five R, but there is going to be a few pockets of diehards. And let's not,
1: let's I'm not right. turn this into an L five R podcast. Let's wink, wink, nudge, yet. nudge. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, have they got a sequel in saw, Who knows? <laughs> we nuts. don't. We just like no, we don't. Today, it's fine. So we can, oh, we, and even if we did, we couldn't possibly comment on it.
0: Exactly. Uh, the next question is from Paul goodes <laughs> Now. I know I'm I'm pronouncing all the names wrong Paola
1: you You are pronouncing it it's it's Paola Gedez. Gedez, yeah Gedez.
0: I haven't slept very much lately it's music. Spanish
1: descent I'd say a name like that
0: now this I've had some drinks
1: (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) lie I'm not going to lie blazingly to your face I don't
0: really understand this question (laughs) no 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 no.
1: it's cool I'll I'll, I'll try to take it over
0: okay um, maybe if I read it out loud, it will become, you know, <laughs> it'll
1: become more apparent. The piece written in like place. some sort of glossolalia or something. It's written
0: in binary code. So, <laughs> one, zero, one one zero. Um, this question is. He's got another great question coming up after. So if we don't answer this one to your satisfaction, oh, I'm there's a sequel sorry. to the question. He's actually done three, but one of them. Wow, well, we're going a
1: trilogy. Fuck me.
0: Each faction should have a strong matchup and a weak matchup. Based on the fealty agenda, who beats who and who loses to who? It should be a circle, then there's a circle, lol. (laughs) (laughs) What
1: kind of question is that? I think I know what he means. No, 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 I get it, I get
0: it. I do.
1: Well, it's not really a circle, it's more like a star pool, where lines crisscross all over the shop, forming a sort of indecipherable code. I mean, you've got, like, soft control factions that generally can beat aggro but rush beats aggro sometimes aggro beats control it's all up in the air now anyway well, You're yeah, phones... talking
0: about just on the fealty agenda
1: on the fealty who's got the strongest fealty agenda
0: I guess you could answer the question that way I don't know if that's what he meant but based on the fealty agenda who beats who so if you just had straight Straight filty.
1: I, f- I feel like Targ Fealty is the is the, is the strongest in a lot of matchups. It hasn't really got worse, has it? No, it's, it's always been well. it's always been there for them, and it's pretty. But is there much...
0: a faction that beats Targ consistently? This so is this is the question. With Fealty. I think. maybe
1: yeah, well Stark probably. So, and what 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 beats Stark Fealty consistently? Probably something like um, I don't know. Greyjoy, Greyjoy make a good time of it, don't they? They do. It's going there romping away sewing so their winterfells and that <laughs> stealing them of euron even though they can't use it like what are you doing euron you said it was madness to take Winterfell. i just want to look at it <laughs> i just want to look at it with my fingers
0: <laughs> my two good hands <laughs> i want to store my cups
1: um yeah i don't know it's a, it's a difficult one in terms of like what i think the best faction is with fealty it's definitely probably targaryen i think that's safe yeah yeah it's, it's safe to say uh Night's Watch fealty is probably not far off the top as well, but it's taken a it's taken a bit of a hit in recent times with true. all this crazy wackiness going on and the sort of the potency of location hate that's going on. Like uh, that, nothing burns plot really was a bit of a blow for Night's Watch fealty, and from that's what, true. From what I understand, it has not gotten any better.
0: So I mean, that's a that's a tricky question, which you could probably do a whole episode on. You um, could.
1: We'll call it Paul's so Circle. Is, that is a
0: good question, now I've read it. Sadly, we don't have
1: time to do a whole episode on it. So hopefully this sort of vague fumbling will uh, sate you. And if it doesn't, please Here's a suggestion for write me. to Matt Such.
0: And <laughs> write it as a post on the Facebook group, and you will have lots of balanced chat.
1: Yeah, Oh, maybe some like strong opinion leaning one way or another. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a garbage card, move on. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, so thanks for that uh, his next question which I think is one of the best ones we've had and it's not a competition but you'd be in with the chance of winning oh, good. were it that were, it, <laughs> were, it, were it so if you invent a keyword I'm presuming he means us uh, what is it called and what does it do
1: oh that is a good question it's, it's a good question isn't it? What kind of keyword were... We should probably
0: have read through these before. Yeah, I should have, we should have had some sort of,
1: like, prepared answers rather than just sort of answering them on the spot. It's Christmas, isn't it? It is Christmas, and we've been feeling particularly lazy. So, what keyword would we invent? Um, well, Paul, having thought about the way that it's going and the powerful new bestow keyword that seems to feature on a lot of cards, uh, we... Well, I... Would like to see a keyword that uh, when you want a challenge with a character, um, either attacking or defending, it removed all gold uh, from a target character or location Ooh, of nice. that player's choice. Because there's been some powerful powerful new bestow cards coming out. That would be good, wouldn't it? It was the House of Black and White. Do you see that? That ridiculous... I don't know if it's actually good. It looks like it's something that's going to be really good or fucking terrible. I don't know which. What does it do? Um, I can't remember the exact wording of it. This is why we need Matt. Matt is our fucking... (laughs) He is the third leg of our tripod. He's got everything there. behind the throne. It's something like you put gold on it um, in some manner and after a... After a while, you can kneel it and get rid of all the gold and kill a character of equal cost relevant to the gold that you had on the card. That's that's the gist of it. I can't remember the exact mechanics of how it works, but basically gold goes on the card, you kneel it and spend all of the gold, and you can kill a character of that cost. Um, so that's. I don't know if that's good or bad, because it seems like something that sort of, like some sort of like a horrible thing that ticks away over the course of the game. Should really work, really <laughs> find out how the goal goes <laughs> on the card. And that's the question about the keyword. Now, moving on. We didn't really talk about it. I don't know where we are. The recording's all over the shop. Yeah,
0: we'll be able to bounce up there. Okay, so the keyword we would invent is called.
1: <laughs> what, would, what would we call it? Thief. <laughs> Please, come on <laughs> we'll call it call it um, we can't call it tax or something can you uh plund- no oceans road 11 uh, ro- <laughs> <laughs> yeah t- uh, steal from the rich no that's not a keyword name <laughs> it's got to be it's terrible i am pretty sure oh, I answered this question did. in the previous recording do
0: we have to answer <laughs> yes. so that's what we, we would invent the keyword we <laughs> we can't get. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Good. So dropping. basically, we'd have a keyword. When you won a challenge on attack or defence, you could remove all gold from a character or location. Of your choice.
1: And the keyword would be something we haven't decided on. <laughs> like feathery. Feathery Corporation. Thief- thievery. <laughs> Stealing, taking, taking the gold. Oh, we could do some sort of iron bank related. Uh... Taxation thing. Yeah, banker. That's it. The bank taxman keyword. Word. <laughs> Key word, tax Someone man. better than us at this, please put us out of our misery. <laughs> <Because> so-, <laughs> so
0: sorry, that was a fucking terrible answer.
1: Um, hopefully, it, you really. Hopefully, that really stated your cu- curiosity in that regard. Hopefully, you're able to.
0: Move on with your life now. Yeah.
1: His third question was, Why are you leaving? Which we've covered. Yeah, we can't, we can't just don't read out the anymore why we're leaving
0: ones. You know, now you know. So the next one is from Adam. He asked again, He said, Can we keep Matt? He was a good drinking padre at Starlek. Hashtag replace K in my life.
1: Which, <laughs> well, I'll leave that one to you, Matt.
0: <laughs> uh, can you keep me? Yes. Um, Where? Anyway, like I'm quite small. Um wide, but I'm, you know, compact. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you can definitely keep me. Uh, so at Starleck, I before Starleck, I was a little bit ambivalent about Thrones. I hadn't played it very much. Um, various reasons, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, I was like, well, I fucking booked Starlec tickets, so I'm going to go. And, uh, That's it, true British grim yeah, determination grit. there. Oh, fuck it, I better go. Um, <laughs> Got paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> so I built a deck that I hadn't played with at all. Um, and fully expected to get absolutely mullered which I did. Um, <laughs> I expectations <played> well met. <laughs> terribly all day, um, but I fucking loved melee. I had the best time in the melee tournament I've had playing Thrones, hands down. It was.
1: You know, you know what, Matt? So good. I came, I came to the exact same conclusion, and I think that's kind of what's jilted me a little bit from the joust experience, because I spent that awful. Make no mistakes. You know, and like, everyone like goes, "Oh, Starlight, best time of my life," and it, and it is great, a fucking amazing. I reckon going, but the the least interesting thing of the whole thing for me was playing in the joust. Definitely, order. that was my worst day. Yeah, the Saturday. Yeah. The I was actual... incredibly
0: hungover and sleep deprived, but well, I didn't. Enjoy
1: it. I I wasn't feeling that bad. It just like it just wasn't fun. You know, like the Tyrell box had just come out. The meta was in a. In a sort of, like, really boring place. So the whole tournament was in this sort of, like, big dumb guys lolloping forward, sort of meta. That's what my
0: deck was, isn't it? Yeah. Copying <laughs> very badly. And I, I, I
1: wasn't particularly, like, original with it either. I just took the night to watch Fealty and got
0: pretty,
1: pretty... Well, it wasn't... I got I went 4-4, which is pretty bad. Um, but It's it, better than I did. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's an average showing... And you know, I was, I was kind of in my heart hoping to try hard it, but then just didn't really pull through with the result. Yeah, but um, yeah. I think
0: I think if that had been on the first day, I would have felt kind of miserable. But the melee tournament was on the Friday. Yeah, and genuine. I I didn't do great at that. Um, I took a deck that I hadn't really. I played once in melee. I did terribly. I think I got but... I got
1: seven points over the course. <laughs> of the whole day I have a possible sixty. I
0: did alright on a couple of tables, but. The experience of the melee game is,
1: for me, what Thrones is about. Yeah, I really
0: enjoy the deal making, the backstabbing, the, the stories that come out, the of the chat,
1: the banter. Obviously, as you know, you probably probably glean this from our natural camaraderie on this podcast. But you know, we're we're the kind of people that excel at that sort of game. <laughs> just sit there, chat away, make some deals. And yeah, that was
0: insanely insanely fun. So like after the tournament, I just kind of wanted to play melee, and I played joust. Did very badly, joined up for the L5R tournament. I had one game, and my first game was against Thomas Albeck, who, as everyone knows, is incredible at cards. And I was just like, it's fucking 11 at night, and I'm about to play like five hours of L5R. Um, what am I doing? And so I had my first game and just got thrashed, and I decided I was going to drop and kind of wandered upstairs um, and found Matty Such, Adam East, to with the questions. A dame East. Uh, a dame chap called Ben. And a guy called Hadley playing Melee. And yeah, we had, a, we, I was like hung around. We had another game of Melee after that lasted about three hours. And it started off with a full bottle of Jack Daniels. And by the time we'd finished, it was gone. And people were just coming in, taking other people's hands while people went for a cigarette doing stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just insanely good fun. And I was like, well, this is what Thrones is about. So that was when I met Adam East. And so, yeah, you can definitely keep me because it's like the whole joy of Starlike was meeting people. There you uh, but are I'd only yeah only interacted with online and uh, oh. everyone was a fucking sweetheart I mean I, everyone was very drunk there you go look at that Adam you, you, you have got a friend. replacement man. how and endeared like, he is to your cause and I think I took the long way around certain this but even if I'm not playing Threatens I still want to go to Starlet next year so someone can just make me a deck I'm, I'm gonna practice. I'm gonna
1: fly over for it like I, I don't care I, this, that was the I, best weekend I've had it it was quite fun. a long time yeah. there, I'm, I'm just saying. gonna I'll like, take take some sort of fun melee deck and you know I'll play in the jails whatever yeah um but
0: so you can you can keep me, and you'll still keep Dan, and he'll still be with us. I'll
1: be I'll be like the ghost of Starlight Future, present and past all in one. <laughs> I'll just become sort of like
0: a young girl with a beard and a robe.
1: That's it. That's
2: it. Who could ask? For I that. didn't get that reference. Christmas but,
0: Carol. We literally just watched the of Christmas Carol. <laughs> I did. Yes. Oh, doesn't the Steely bad. Dan? Doesn't the Charles Dickens.
1: What can I say? I'm culturally inept. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the title of my album. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, Adam, you can you can keep me, and I'm hoping to still stay around at least for Starlek because. Fuck it, it's great fun, isn't it? Um, there was a whole thread where he basically said he'd adopt me and I'd have to move to Northampton, which, which sounds bleak, sweet. Really.
1: It does sound bleak. Based on our feedback from our ex-host, Trist, he's currently in he, Northampton he's in We Hampton were hoping now. to get
0: him on, on Skype today. Um, but we were, but we haven't organised We haven't organised like it, so, it, so many things. We might, we might get a little call from Tristan. Dan, do you want to message him? Yeah. Some of good. you may not even remember Tristan, but he was our original host he on this great. side.
1: He, he was in the first episode, so if you dig deep into those... No, he did about, like about was.
0: four or five episodes. He was in he did, he did, yeah, did yeah, quite yeah. a long run, but then he, he decided to get out of Thrones, and we decided we wanted to focus on more Thrones and look yeah, how shit. that turned out. He was in loads of it. <laughs> <laughs> that went well. They were petted
1: out like <laughs> some sort of stuttering engine. <laughs> um,
0: okay, our next question is from James Marsden, who says, "When will I will I be famous?" Which as we all know, listeners, is a reference to the Bros song, When Will I Be Famous.
1: I'm glad you know. Of course we I mean, we all knew that.
0: <sighs> so young.
1: Um, <laughs> the what? was the name of the band?
0: Bros. Don't tell me you've not heard of Bros. It was two twins, <laughs> as they usually are. And another guy, and they just did pop songs.
1: No, they're no bross. Okay. I Does do anyone know brass? Yeah. Does anyone know who Someone Bross out there is knows Bros. So if you know brass, Respond with the hashtag, yes, I know who Bross <laughs> is. Which is grammatically inaccurate, but, <laughs> know.
0: you know, it's Twitter, and it? No one cares. Nothing matters anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> it's the bleakest, the bleakest episode <laughs> of all time. Just do what you God,
1: want. why do you even listen to this? I've looked into this,
0: James. I've consulted the I Ching. I've gazed into the crystal ball. And you'll be famous in three years. When you invent a brand new type of bucket, it's going to be called the Marsden and you're going to be everywhere.
1: The Marsden bucket. The Marsden bucket. That's going to be like his Rolls Royce.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you're going to be, I don't know what's new about it, obviously. they are going to have Um, have
1: expensive adverts in in in-flight magazines for you, buddy. The Marsden bucket. James
0: James was another person I met at Starlake who I've been friends with on Facebook, presumably due to card stuff, but I've not met and so we had a little. That really is the joy oh. of
1: Star What Meeting all the internet yes. personalities exactly, you yeah. squabble and bicker with on yeah. a James daily basis. Was, James
0: was absolutely lovely. Um, and I think I found him at a low moment where i just come out for a cigarette during joust and I was just like, <laughs>
1: hi. And you share your vulnerabilities together. Yeah. Nice. So That's, that's when you're
0: going to be famous. Three years' time.
1: The, the master bucket. It. Don't if forget. I, it.
0: Start looking at buckets and thinking about it. Yeah.
1: See how so you, so you can shake them up, the whole design. <laughs> Clock's ticking. The bucket meta. So, yeah. <laughs> Clock's <laughs> None of um, us are getting any younger. So, and all yeah. of us are getting less versatile <laughs> with every passing minute. Something to think about there, something to mull over and listeners at home. Don't leave it too late, yeah? All right.
0: Okay, so I'm going to have some more whiskey.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, I invite you to do the same, listeners at home. In fact, Matt's just pouring out a glass for you now. Of course, you'll have to simulate that <laughs> in your own real life in order to get the benefits <laughs> of it.
0: Um, so I hope that answered your question, James. Um, I think it, it certainly answered mine. <laughs> what was your question? <laughs> Same question. Coincidence, yeah. That's okay. When will James be famous? I've been asking myself that. Last uh, bucket. We have last. one from Alejandro Pantoa, who says... <clears throat> Do you guys mind if I start a podcast named Net Deck and Chill now that you guys are calling it quits?
1: Well, you see, I think this is actually one of the questions I answered in the thread, and I'll just read out my uh, written answer because I feel quite strong about this. <laughs> uh, Matt made a comment that net deck and chill was a better name than decklist and chill, which it is which is absolutely not. vehemently disagree with that. I came, net... up,
0: I came up with the name decklist and chill. I'm yeah, yeah. To De-
1: De- there's there's a there's an assonance to decklist and chill, right? Like Netflix and oh, chill. That's true. Decklist and chill. It rolls there's an the assonance. It rolls. That's why it's clever and funny. Okay. Net deck and chill does not. There's no acid. There's no. There's no sound there. You Alejandro is really worked up. I am worked up. Maybe in the written form it looks better, but when you say I'm it out right. loud, I'll net deck and I'll chill. So if if net deck and chill is winning in the written form, then we're winning in the aural form. So there's something to mull over there. Listen, I've had to, to
0: turn the microphone away from Dan because he's just he's <laughs> spitting and foaming it in the mouth.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, look, uh, I've spoken to the guys over in the legal department, as I made you aware of in my post. Uh, we're called cool for you to go ahead with it. There are some conditions, of course um we'll need you to at the start of each episode uh, you'll need to reference Decklist and chill as uh, as the innovators of the name and if you want to reference the show and how much you enjoy it actually how it, it's your favorite podcast and even if you were chained up in a cell you know that would be a writhing one, around one hope. filth and hay that would be the one thing that you would insist clung on to in a way yeah it's sort of got you through the bad times you know um you need to you need to acknowledge us basically every at the start of every episode, um, uh, and if you could throw in the old comment as well, like it will never really get any better. Then the old decklist and chill, will it? or That is legally binding. Yeah, it, or yeah. just have someone agree with you. Or maybe someone else can bring it up in certain episodes and you can agree with them.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it's a back... it's Maybe, a maybe someone can say,
0: oh, decklist, that was rubbish, wasn't it? And you can just go, no! Yeah.
1: <laughs> so you can have some fun with it. Yeah. Mess it's around just... with the idea. But that is the stipulation. Basically,
0: what we're saying is you can do it as long as it's a
1: podcast about us. That's it. Or at yeah. least references us in some way and acknowledges <laughs> our brilliance. Uh, so thank you for that question. And thank you for taking time to write it. Um, so we're going live now to Samuel Lynn's beard. <laughs>
0: Which isn't a sentence I thought I'd hear today. <laughs> Samuel
1: but, Lynn's beard, what have you got for us?
0: Okay, well... What does he say? Young Samuel, who, by the way, I had a great time with in... Uh, Joe Miranda. Well, I, no, I said hello briefly in Starlight. It's a little bit shy. I was
2: intimidated oh, by the beard. It's very nice. It is um, you know, big name like that. Yeah. I didn't.
1: Do you know what? I I'm pretty sure I saw uh, Holtman. He, um, no. I, okay. I Jakob
0: Holtman story. Oh, do you? i, I do. let's hear your one then. Go first. I, was, I was playing melee. And yeah. I had young Beric Dondarrion. Oh. Um. The BD. Yeah. The BD. The big BD. The and I had him out on the table, and this guy came up and went that's a good card isn't it I was like yeah it's amazing and I looked and I was like did you make it and like, yes yes I did and then he just turned and then he winked. <laughs> the winked he and winked and wandered off into the distance <laughs> and I went, oh. like a sort of thrown Santa Claus <laughs> and that is probably one of my favourite <laughs> and no cards. one else in the room saw it yeah, did he? It, was it was just, just you <laughs> I hadn't even left my hotel room <laughs> It's the magic of Starling <laughs> 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 I just had a lovely dream where that happened
1: um <laughs> So I, yeah, I think I saw her from afar and I, I was actually a bit, I was a bit starstruck. I didn't i didn't go over and, and say anything. Didn't lig.
0: It even happens to me, folks. What can I say? <laughs> We're all mortal. Even here, this so. fucking gobshite gets tongue-tied. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, me. no, Samuel, I, I, you know, I, I greatly fondly remember our times in the thread the 1000 plus comment thread on Facebook and Joe Miranda's reply to Joe Miranda's comment <laughs> Joe
1: Miranda's reply to it, okay. oh we'll get on to him, no we won't <laughs> No, we might
0: um, but yeah no, so that turned into a very long and stupid thread and Samuel was a big part of that so you know I'll, uh, I'll read out his question
1: they've, they've now uh, actually uh, begun to make a sort of Bayo tapestry style telling of that thread so all yes, the things that happen yeah. have been woven into this miles-long tapestry that's to be displayed at some point. There's appy. a
0: mini-series on HBO coming out. Oh, about fantastic. It, which is going to be... There you go.
1: It's going, it's going places,
0: that thread. It's going places. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the, the real friends was the 1,000-plus comment thread we made along the way. <laughs> none of which... None of which answers your question, which is... My beard grooming is not what it used to be. Oh, you! It's beautiful. <laughs> Shut up. You think so I, can... I hate people
1: that are falsely <laughs> modest? Like, Come on, mate. It's great. Just tell, just tell us the truth.
0: You think I can start a podcast called Neck Beard and Shit and still stay clear of any legal issues? Sam, if it was up to me, yes. But we have very expensive lawyers. <clears throat> <laughs>
1: Hungry lawyers
0: sharks to be honest <laughs> they're fucking sharks and you know we're just they kind
1: of run away with the show a little bit as well we actually have very little control about what they do yeah
0: I saw a lunchbox the other day with my face on it and I wasn't I don't remember consenting to this <laughs> but it's merch isn't it it's the way the world works you've got them
1: working on hey chatty chatty as well
0: yeah there's a series of um, lino cut prints <laughs> with quotes from here, chatty, chatty. Uh, there's a Bayou Tapestry style <laughs> Tapestry
1: being made about that as well it's uh, a, There's a whole FBI file I'm not <laughs>
0: a, It's getting deeply worrying um, If it was up to me mate you could And you know to be honest If you're going to do it, do it low key You know don't, fly under the radar yeah, go,
1: do, it, do it as a podcast on the deep web Yes
0: deep, Yeah exactly you know, Where I mean, sort
1: of ne'er-do-wells of the internet So basically 4chan users yep. Can find and listen to it
0: Do it down in the dark. Down in the dark. And then you might stay clear of our legal team.
1: Because they roam the surface like ravenous predators. If
0: it was up to me, mate, you know what I mean? My hands are tied, to be honest. (laughs) I signed some things. I was young. They put pieces of paper in front of you. You're in a limo. (laughs) You've got
1: a mirror with cocaine in front of you.
0: I was all coked up. I just signed stuff. (laughs) You know. I have to do a a series of adverts in Japan that I'm not happy about. But they are paying for the flights, so... (laughs)
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: your agent really negotiated you a deal there. It's
0: useless. <laughs> you do have to go to Japan
1: against your own will, but we have got you free flights.
0: So yeah, to be fair, I'm looking forward to it. It's good. I need to get my um, need to get some. some stuff Hopefully that clarifies
1: there. things on the matter for you, Samuel. Uh, moving on to Freed We're actually coming Bied. to the end. You need to get the other thread up. Oh um, damn! We've got the other threads. Fred... Uh, listeners' questions part two.
0: Fred Byard asks. Well, he doesn't ask really. He tells. Just, this is a bit of humble bragging. He said, "It's a shame, really. Easily the best Game of Thrones podcast out there."
1: Your words, Fred. Not ours. Aww,
0: that's very sweet. <laughs> I hope hey people have enjoyed our stupid ramblings. We'll, be, the, uh, the we'll be, sending
1: you a gift basket. Well, Matt's side will be through the mail. <laughs> uh, Expensive. <items>. <laughs> plus, <laughs> live from his Norovirus-ridden, ridden house right now. Um, yeah, maybe we
0: will tell him to wait before he packs the stuff because it
1: it's contagious for up to. Here's three a to package four weeks. of. Is it? Yeah, after after you finish, especially in the people Crikey. matter. I did a lot of research on this today. <laughs> kidding,
0: I'm so. a little bit worried that I'm just going to start vomiting and shitting at the same time. <laughs> but don't worry, I won't stop recording. So. <laughs> we, will, we
1: will defy the odds <laughs> to bring you this sizzling content.
0: <laughs> if I had to make a
2: keyword. <sighs> <laughs> oh,
1: God, that's, that's how you sort of... It's kind of like life itself, really. That's how you get out, go out in the end, frail, vomiting broken, and shitting. vomiting and shitting. Talking about a
0: card game. Talking
1: <laughs> <laughs> about a card game with little relevance.
0: That's how I want to go.
1: I'm getting up the other comments, Fred, but you know what? My internet seems to have. Um... All right, I'll
0: find, I'll find it. I'll find it. We have one from James Arthur Harison, who says Question for final episode Why is Day Keneal so awesome? Oh. I'll let you handle that, Day Keneal. Woo!
1: It's giving, giving the us old the story EG a big stir around there, isn't he? I'll tell you a tale of woe and beauty, dear James. Jameers? I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Um there's no real reason. Um I, I'm just you know <laughs> just born that way, buddy. No, it's you that make me all awesome, isn't it home? I'm like a, a ping pong ball, you know. I need to be like smacked against the wall with a paddle. That's not really a game though, is it? Just whacking a ball against the wall. Squash. Well yeah, but if you're just on your own, you're just whacking a ball against the wall, Squash right? Squash practice. You are the you are the people that make the actual game. You're the second person <laughs> in the room. Wow, I we mean, I'm just a ball getting whacked against the wall. You know that, that beautiful that beautiful metaphor. I just lay down there. I hope that answered your question because <sighs> it's you. I'm a reflection of you, mirror people. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been you.
0: <laughs> does does that answer any question ever?
2: I it don't know.
1: Does, it's gonna have to do. It's That's going to have to do All right,
0: well, we're going to move on to the second uh, the second little basket of questions. A punnet yeah. of questions. <laughs> um, okay, so this is some James Marsden again. Why does it always rain on me?
2: Jesus.
0: Well,
1: is there a single question on any of these lists of questions, apart from the one Paul posted that was impossibly difficult to answer, <laughs> about Thrones itself?
0: There is. Hang on. One, two... Why it right? three are they all from
1: Paul four
0: okay there's four more questions that are related to Thrones and some and I'm there's just, some in here there, there is one in here as well I just like,
1: got this image of our listeners all like and getting ready to end themselves right now I don't give a fuck no I need it mm-hmm. right mate I'm getting out of a place still better than
0: Brotherhood Without Manners <laughs> I could literally percent. be vomiting and shitting <laughs> for an hour and a half and it'd be better than that
1: and you know what mate if I've got the norovirus <laughs> you will be <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just couldn't resist one last time. Um, <laughs> it, how many down that asks, <laughs> why does it always rain on me? Um, so you phrase, rain that, you phrase that like it's a bad thing, but if it didn't always rain on you, you're not going to get the idea for the buckets.
1: That's true. The mast and bucket. The Marston Three years, bucket. mate. Three years. So watch the rain, love it, embrace it. And learn how to build the bucket of tomorrow there
0: we go so veering back now to a thrones question <laughs> veering violently back to relevancy <laughs> world's 2018 winning house predictions this is also from young
1: james um greyjoy Greyjoy. Yeah,
0: I'd say Martell.
1: Do you want to just turn this episode up on its head and spoil the entire for the next the, the entire four cycle? <laughs> yeah! yeah, you sat through forty-five minutes of bollocks. Here's the real talk. Bam, <laughs> bam, bam. We're gonna spoil every fucking card. This in is the for you, Lord Cycle. Now we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna no. do that. They come. They come. To my house, the FFG guys. Uh,
0: we're lawyered up to shit, man. I <laughs> I you want to bring it, FFG? You want to try our fucking lawyers? They'll make mince me out of you. They will, mate. They all, they all live
1: in New York, all of them. And they're <laughs> wildly successful. Okay, so just back
0: to fun. One's fuck got off. his own garage.
1: <laughs> his own. And I, we don't mean like a garage, you park your car, I mean like a chain of garages, auto mechanics, yeah, if you yeah. will, that he owns.
0: He he's doesn't great. even
1: know anything about cars. Gets the entire, you know, so rich he pays other people to run the whole thing. For he's got him.
0: fingers in a lot of pies.
1: A lot of pies. I'm going to say Martel. You say, say When is World? World, I believe, is in the. It's like November. It's, it's nearly it? a
0: year away, isn't it? It's nearly a year away. Lot could change. Why are you saying Greyjoy then?
1: Um, no reason, Matt, and it has nothing to do with knowledge of cards yet to come. I see. I might just make some really cryptic references to cards that hopefully the people well versed in metaphor will. Pick up along Ooh, the way. They'll I look think... back on time and go, "Oh, that was a prophet of thrones." Remember I heard of. <laughs> that was a soothsayer. Uh,
0: I was going to say Nosferatu, but I meant Nostradamus. Yeah, thrones. It's the Nosferatu but... of thrones. Oh, some sort of card devouring <laughs>
1: parasite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think Greyjoy will win next world. Having said that, though, it's... who won last world? Um, that's a good question. I should know the answer to. Fuck. Who did... oh, it Was it La- Nah, it was TARG, yeah, it was It was actually the same fucking dude that won Euros, I yes. think, or his, his, his deck, yeah, it was like a crossing off, wasn't it?
0: Correct. Actually, I, can... no, I remember
1: why I didn't watch it now, because it was really boring, it was Lanny crossing versus TARG crossing in the finals, I think. Oh no, it wasn't, it was Greyjoy and TARG in the finals, Christ, I think uh, the Lanny one, the Lanny TARG was in one of the...
0: That's true, yeah, no, TARG won, definitely. No. Yeah, it
1: was the, the double heads on spikes, Reinhardt, that's such a cool name, Reinhardt. It's pretty intimidating, isn't it? It is. You wouldn't want to sit opposite a, a player called Reinhardt you'd know instantly that his name was Sterner and, mm. and, and you know... Oh, I'd crumble. More ferocious than I'd yours. Crumble. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd crumble like undercooked.
0: Client. I I have no idea how to answer that because I've no idea where the meta would be. Um, if
1: it, if it's cycle four... I
0: would like it to be Martel. I'd like it to be fucking Baratheon. I'd like it by next year for Baratheon to be... A really fucking strong house with some I, interesting ideas. I don't it's think, not going to
1: happen. I don't think that happens. I think a bit like the show that it actually just gets worse for breath in. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'm you know still kind of a Barrow loyalist, so I'd I'd like to see some no. kind, someone come up with a Barrow Ma- with Maybe this. maybe
1: Martell <sighs> actually. Maybe Martell. You know, uh, someone always tells, don't they? Yeah, someone when it comes to Martell. Um, I, I don't know. I just think they probably do it. Yeah, maybe they are. But I mean, because who won the first year? I it's think either going to be something, wasn't it? It's going to be something like brute efficiency. I mean, we were speculating on something that's a year away, and mm. we don't know. I mean, we don't know half the cards that are coming up between now and then. I really don't. Wink, wink, nudge, <laughs> nudge. <laughs> well, the dawn, the the dawn, the Martel box will be out by this. This is as what well. I'm
0: thinking. Yeah, they got some interesting stuff in there, but then that's. You know, it's a long way away from Worlds. So We've only
1: seen a, a, a sniff of it, haven't we? We've we only seen a, a mere morsel of the Martell box. You know, we've not really gotten deep into the thicket. I'd like it
0: if it were I'd like to think we'd have moved on.
1: Any card that doesn't feature red in their colour scheme in some way Is uh, right would be lovely, name? as long as it's not breathing Because that don't would, know. you know, i going to totally disagree with you there, mate. I don't, I don't like them. I know. I don't like Do them know. and I don't like their cards. I don't like them. I don't like I don't want to like So yeah, we, we. I'm going to. I'm going to predict Martel. I'm going to do a great job. I okay. think great job.
0: Well, there work. we go. We'll definitely remember this time next
1: year. One hundred percent. You'll be digging this one out of your old archives and be like, they knew. They knew.
0: They knew. And you'll be going, oh, the
1: bucket. <laughs> tick tick tick. It's three years,
2: Matt. <laughs>
0: uh, and his third question in this little um, allotment of questions was, "Are you making Starlight 2018?" Which I think we've already covered. Yes, I would like to.
1: Yes. I'm going to go, it's going to be great. I'm probably going to spend a lot of time getting hooned. There's always like this crazy Polish dude that goes to every International Thrones event and he's always just, like from the minute he like touches down in that country to the minute he leaves. I think he's, he was
0: the one that handed me a beer. The minute. I, just got, like, I got the steps to Starlake. Yeah, the way, that's him. It's not a fucking exaggeration. That yeah. nearly killed me. I really enjoyed those steps. Good. I learned a lot about myself on those steps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the steps it of was, judgment. It was the steps of truth. I think everyone learns a lot about themselves on those steps, to be honest. But
0: I kind of stumbled through the door 20 minutes after everyone else going... <laughs> and some guy just kind of handed me a beer, and I think this is... Who Heaving was. like a donkey.
1: Mm. That's a Tibetan donkey. So, I would fucking love to go to Starlight, even but, if I'm not playing cards. I think the, the, the his name is like Dom, Dom Gianella, Giminello something like that that. he's always hooned though he's just basically (laughs) look for the polish dude that's like fucking hooned the second you get there he'll probably give you a beer he's really sound uh yeah so yes we will be going back definitely and also that bab oh the bab that bab was insane i mean if you guys are into your babs you like a nice swift trip down the babbies then uh it's please stop saying bab top notch for that
0: uh, so, yeah, that's that's our answer. Yeah, I would definitely like to. Um, Adam A asked again. Ugh. God, What's the best thing that happened to you this year, Thrones-related, and why was it meeting me? That is what's called, in the legal profession, a leading question. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I How feel do you like unlead I've, yourself out of a leading question like that?
0: I feel like I've covered this. Definitely Stylak, Rediscovering Melee, and meeting you.
1: Rediscovering melee or just discovering it?
0: I had had two games of melee before. I had one just before Starlick's practice, and that was great fun as well. But, you know, I I, I I'd never really fun. like
1: played it properly until. Well, I played it with uh, the Spicy Meat Gang and Batala, that was really fun. But then n- no one plays it like at tournaments or anything in England. It's just sort no, of. No, that's thing.
0: it. I mean, it's, you know, it was always melee lol. Like and...
1: Starlick, it was, you know, like some mystic. O- oasis in the desert it just sort of erupted out of nowhere a bit like that that movie uh, the, uh, was the, the movie The Mummy 2 which I know that you'll <laughs> remember
0: cinematic touchstone where you know
1: they're looking for hidden scorpions king temple and it's in that oasis that it just pops up that's what Melee was like a star like, it just sort of erupted everywhere and you were just in it you were in it and amongst it and it was I great that that was... even the Americans were drawn in and they, they are notorious for their hatred of it it's as true. a yeah,
0: no, watched. Uh, like the, we had a game of Melee on the last evening before we went back we gatecrashed the banter behind the throne apartment lots of people getting ready to go to bed and uh, <laughs> that was so weird wasn't it myself Dan and Matt and Martin Lewis
1: um, I think Martin was staying there right we weren't just sat in no he wasn't r- staying there
0: oh no he was, he was sorry okay
1: yeah there was a reason we as if he wasn't staying there then we literally just went and played <laughs> melee in some random people we didn't know in his apartment um, as they didn't know we weren't staying Didn't there. we didn't, didn't know well them. enough to get credit Yeah, credit. we definitely didn't know them well enough to just um, set up a melee table in their apartment at one in the morning
0: and that was a very long fun game and I don't know I enjoy melee more than joust i said that before but like I one of the things I enjoy about a tournament is you sit down like across the table with someone you've never met no idea what deck they play. And then you fucking own them, and then them they sell their cards, <laughs> and you just say, ah, "Loser, off I you go." <laughs> um, but I, you know, I kind of enjoy that—the the kind of getting put in a new interaction with someone. And with melee, it's you know, it's that four times, and everyone's working against each other. And I enjoyed the game much more that way. So if I could just play Thrones melee. I would do it. So that was the best thing that happened to me because it did make me kind of fall in love with the game a little bit more um, which I had been wavering uh, and obviously Adam being part of that melee game you know that was, that was part he of it. He is good at melee. He's a devious fucker. Yeah, he's a
1: devious, he's fuck, a isn't isn't he? devious little fuck.
0: I, I, someone left the room for a cigarette I think it was Hadley left for a cigarette and Adam was just like I'll take you go and uh, he was like I <laughs> had a fiery followers out and he gave them an anointed. <laughs> he was like there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. You mean so, appointed. <laughs> appointed, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You
1: can't. Fire followers are non-unique. Unless he was breaking uh, was rules. Well, he gave him something.
0: Can, what's the uh, one that gives you a power icon?
1: Uh, um, that's Noble Lineage. Uh, noble Lineage. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so he gave my Fire followers
0: a Noble Lineage. And was just handing out I had these cards to everyone, willy-nilly. Um, it was just an absolutely ridiculous game. And it, so it was probably the most fun I've had playing this game. He, yeah, was, uh, he uh, was playing
1: the one game where I managed to pull off the hyper-ricasso combo.
0: Yes, with Tupac Castro.
1: Yeah, who didn't realise that... There was one point where Adam literally offered the game on a plate to Tupac. He was like, I'm going to let you win this game if you can get it. And Tupac was like, I can't get two power... What none of us realised at the time is that Tupac was on 14 power and had 16 power tokens, and he'd fucking forgotten. (laughs) He'd forgotten he had 16 power tokens, so he basically turned down the offer to win the game because he thought he couldn't. So Adam had his go, couldn't win it because I shut everything down and then pulled off my 10 power Doran's game and won. And it was hilarious. And then at the end of it, one of the American guys pointed it out and was like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you, Yo, right? <laughs> you knew you knew only needed <laughs> to get one power, and Drew Beck was like,
2: "What?" <laughs>
1: oh, that was a a moment of pure joy. That was watching that sweet sweet combo. You've been working all weekend towards. That's why I only scored seven points in the melee. I bought what I thought was a fantastic melee deck, and in 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 essence, it really wasn't. But it had the potential <laughs> it to be. Anyway. I just again did that thing I sometimes do. Where I forgot to put in the one card that makes it uh work or makes it resistant to the meta and that That card card. it was begging brother i needed it to cancel all of the brands and Mm -hmm. there were there was a brand on every single melee table i played that day some sometimes multiple players were running some sort of stark affiliation so
0: yeah that's rough
1: so uh, i really couldn't have them branding you know my central combo plays which they did um all day but then the second day when we were just playing casually I was like I really need to put a fucking Baking Brother in there and, he did uh, a lot of
0: work yeah, he actually sense. did yeah
1: Jack on Jerk, on! Jerk on! <laughs> There's one game where I got through uh, I think it was like 56 cards in 4 turns <laughs> a
0: lot of sitting there.
1: there was a lot of sitting there playing my own cards <laughs> good old combo decks especially when they're hyper ones they're the ones you don't publish on Thursday just in case you irrevocably ruin the meta for all time <laughs>
0: Yeah, so short answer, Melee,
1: is great.
2: And we, we will sure come back of it. for 2018.
1: God, that was a tangent, wasn't it? It was. We should sure We sure do write them on the show. Next question is from
0: Adam East. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> Which, this is a question that he asked Banter Behind the Throne on their last episode. Oh, I'm so not entirely just, comfortable with saying He's sessions. just whoring out his questions. He's so asking that the question until he gets an answer he likes. And that's not really how it works, Adam. I'm kind of disappointed.
1: That's a logical fallacy, if anything.
0: But his question, if you can call it that, is this. (laughs) Why is Santa 1 the best card in the game?
1: Short answer, Adam. Again, that's a very leading question. It's not. It's not the best card in the game, by a long stretch. The best card in the game is something probably incredibly boring, like Tywin. Or, you know, a draw event or something. Yeah. Or, or Treachery or Nightmares. That's probably one of the best cards. The I,
0: I, I'm curious why you think Santo I mean, it is free power. Don't get me wrong. It's a it. very, very good card. There's nothing like
1: the thrill, the feeling of elation when... Three cost Corsanza stands, stands up in the standing phase. Everyone cheers. And a power goes onto your faction. card.
0: <laughs> for nothing. For absolutely nothing. Just, I mean, for the,
1: good. just for the merit of turning that card vertical again.
0: I stand up all the time. Do I get any power for it? No, no.
1: you don't get any power in your faction just when you stand up. Just a pain in my up. knees. There's a pain in my knees and a sense of the the passing of time. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: she's got that going on. She's definitely I got a lot, of, a lot going
1: on for her. It's not a bad card. That's not what I'm saying. But objectively, it's just not the best, is it's it?
0: It's not the best. I mean, you know, it. Do you want the right answer, or do you want an answer that's
1: going to make you happy? Give me the right answer, man. Don't fuck around. It's with not happiness. the best card in the game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Adam, go. this is just for you. It's not. Why is Sansa one the best card in the game? It's not because it just is. There we go. That's for you, man. It's Christmas. Oh, you didn't have
1: to. You didn't have to sugarcoat it like that,
0: man. He knows it's not the way. I mean, deep down, I'll know. so you'll have to sleep with at night. You know I didn't mean it, but it's fine. It's fine. Okay, so, yeah, Jorge Hankers, What four decks would make for the most interesting melee table together? It's a very good
1: question, isn't it? It's something that we've been talking a lot about in the last... It really is. However long this has been recording for now. It's all a little bits, isn't it? <laughs> so, it's a little bit, isn't it? The year is 2019. <laughs> the date February 27th. <laughs> um, well, to answer your question, George, I think the best melee table would be one regular, hyper-competitive melee build.
0: What? And, what? Like
1: what? I don't know. So the one, <laughs> what, the, the what, one like that was what? going around at Starlek, like a fucking beach ball at Nickelback concert, was. Um, <laughs> Was the it was Greyjoy Stark, wasn't it? That was oh, everywhere. corpse lake, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, it was just um, just a load of old bollocks, really, with the reader and corpse lake, because some clever some clever sod realised that when you do the reader's uh, discard three thing from the top of the deck, it hits every opponent's deck at once. So mm-hmm. you're technically discarding twelve cards, which is bound to yield three power each time. Yeah, I faced that a couple of times, actually, and it was... As did I. Yeah. As did I. It was good.
0: It's a strong deck.
1: It was. Boring and strong. Boring and strong. Like, like uh, oh, I God. want to... Say, you, know, you know what I want to say. <laughs> no. My ex-business partner, Clive.
0: I didn't know that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would never have predicted you no. know that. Clive's I, not real.
1: That's why. Is he not? No. That's... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you really think I would have predicted that? <laughs> I,
1: who, who's to say, man? Who's to say? Um, yeah, no, that's a hyper efficient So I'd, I'd, I'd have hyper efficient. bit that's a real hyper efficient answer. Oh, it's business to it. I'd hard. have that as one of the places, and then I'd have three like trolley decks. The the sort of thing I want to play a melee table, like table police or. You know, maybe you're not necessarily out to win, but you're out to stop everyone else from doing what they I want. I found the to.
0: barra deck that I took, although I am not a great player, so and I it needed a lot of tweaking. I actually thought it was quite a good melee deck. Yeah. That was a lot of a lot of Neal events and they're good bargaining chips.
1: They certainly are.
0: So you play even Hand of Justice.
1: King's Blood as well is pretty King, good in melee. King's Blood,
0: yeah, exactly. So I'd like a real barra controlly deal making story deck.
1: It was fun. Yeah,
0: I'd like one of those in there. That's
1: probably the one circumstance in which I would probably enjoy playing Barrow, because you've just basically that's... got a load of annoying yeah. tools.
0: Everyone was... has to kneel a character. Yeah. Let's be nice to me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Even Hand of Justice is a uh, is a fantastic card in melee. It is. So, so I'd like
0: a yeah a deck like that that's kneeling people and yeah. kind of
1: that that has to be one of them. Some stupid deck that has no chance of winning. Um And then yeah, just one really competitive one just to create a nice balanced game. That's you know? three. That's three. Oh, well, maybe something... Maybe just actually a regular deck thrown in for fun.
0: Builders.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The deck that could never, ever win mellow. I faced
0: against Builders. That was the first time I played against it at Starlake. That was the
1: first time you played against it? Yeah. How did you enjoy that, Matt? You lucky devil.
0: Weirdly enough, I got closer to that than I... I got up to 14 power on that. So it was the closest one I did. And I basically... I worked out I'd need to do a strength 21 power challenge and I would win and I counted everything he had which was a ridiculous amount of stuff and I was like right he can only get to 20 and then it was like oh some other guy has another dagger that gives him plus one I like, oh, fuck! so I didn't get it through and then he won so that was the first time playing against builders but I kind of as frustrating as it was I still really respect it as a deck and the way it's built and he played it really well So it's kind of like, oh, it's just a new way of playing the game to kind of adapt to. Um,
1: That's probably the most flattering anyone's ever been about, Builders.
0: I wouldn't want to do it every game. I'd never want to do it again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Once was (laughs) quite enough.
0: (laughs) That's fine. But uh, yeah, I can kind of look at it as like a nice vase and go, huh.
1: Speaking of a damn um his favourite deck to play is it's Builders yeah he yeah. loves it he almost does it just for the lols now I actually don't know if he actually genuinely likes it or just does it for the lols I have a suspicion it's that it's definitely it's a, a, it it a was, trolley deck it was like a sort of pantomime act at first but now he's just fallen deep into its coils and he's like oh yeah I actually do love Builders but I'm just going to pretend like yeah. I just do it for the for the banter
0: okay so we, we would have on our table we'd have Builders we'd have a real trolley stupid <laughs> deck we will have a Barra Control deck and a hyper efficient competitive deck
1: like grayjoy star like
0: grayjoy start and just see what happened and who could fuck over who
1: and mainly the grayjoy Starper.
0: But... yeah so yeah no, i think so i mean there's you know I, that's what i like about melee as long as you haven't got four and if really you were asking decks, us which a...
1: of the four disciples we would have at our last supper table which you're say, not which but... you're not but if if you theoretically you <laughs> were i'd say I don't know, George. I'm not a great lover of theology, so I don't have the answers to that question, as I don't know any of the disciples' names apart from Judas, and you definitely wouldn't want him so in your melee job, table, you, would you? didn't ask that, because there were 12 disciples. <laughs> I know, but if you had to pick four of them God, yeah. at your last upper melee table, you know, who would it be? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not allowed to ask ourselves questions. <laughs> Mainly because the not? questions are like this. Or... <laughs> they're great, they're All like... right, Peter, Judas, for the lols, For the Um, lows,
1: you'd take Judas to your melee table.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing full well
1: that he'd betray every deal that you made with him. Yeah, yeah.
0: well then you know, don't you?
1: I suppose. You can always count on a dishonest man to be dishonest.
0: Peter, because he's he's one of the lads, isn't he? Matthew, (laughs)
1: because... He's got your name. He's a good lad. And I'd have to say Jesus you can't have Jesus at your melee table he wasn't a disciple
0: no but he was in with that lot wasn't he <laughs>
1: <laughs> the simple kid they brought along for the ride they could
0: get him involved if you wanted to and he'd yeah you he wouldn't want to play against Jesus would you
1: no wasn't that's five people at your melee table you no know, I like to keep things in an even number fair enough so sorry Jesus
0: not really sure how he got this <laughs> <laughs> no point was that a question
1: it was it was from Adam Adam East and George Ankers combined
0: well, I hope that answers your question that you didn't ask <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harry Harvey that's not a question no Did get no more deckless until the game is dead winky face winky smiley which I think what is, what is suggestive about undercuts that undercuts the solemnity how do you
1: interpret itself? the winky smiley when someone throws that in a post eh it's, it's a bit like rooey governor you know what I mean it's a bit cheeky, innit? it's a bit elbows under the table
0: I mean you know it, is the game dead without us yes but
1: and with us as well It's a lose-lose situation.
0: (laughs) It's a sticky wicket, whatever way you slice it. (laughs) So, yeah, no, that's not a question. I'm not going to answer it. (laughs) Paulo Gudea asks, are the previous questions we sent over not on the list anymore? (laughs) Uh, Well, Paul. They are. They are totally valid. We've answered it. And then he asks the question again. Although... In this iteration, he's broken it down into bullet points.
1: Oh, nice. I do like a good bullet-pointed question.
0: Ah, uh, hang on. There's an extra question here. Hidden away, like a prize in a cereal box. Tucked into the
1: folds of a giant silken question You're coat. about to eat
0: a shreddy, and you pull out a little plastic Spider-Man, and here it is. <laughs>
1: what do you, is the, do most... the American listeners at home know what a shreddy is? Is it still the same uh, thing You in can infer
0: that from a cereal prize, right?
1: I mean okay, right. Shreddies is an English for Shred- American sh- listeners.
0: Yeah, shredded shredded wheats, whatever the fucking call them. I don't know.
1: Pa- wheat. Patriot wheat. grids. I
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I it sounds like
1: words of power. Patriot grids. When you'd rather have a bowl of Patriot flakes Oh god, that's so great. Okay, sorry, what what is this little this little cereal prize? Question that you've got
2: what, <laughs>
1: under the table there.
0: What is the most balanced card in the game?
1: The reader in Joust.
0: Look at that. Absolutely. And and, and I give
1: it extra points as well because it's a champion card. And normally champion cards are just fucking wild, out of whack, sort of.
0: Why do you say it's the most balanced?
1: Okay, look what he does. There's nothing about the reader that's not to like, but there's mm-hmm. also nothing about the reader that makes you think this is a fucking stupid card. Except maybe a melee. But let's just assume Okay that Joust is the popular thrones format, because it is. And let's just assume that, you know, within the confines of the Joust rule set you know, you look at what the reader's got to... He's solid, he's efficient, it's a yeah, good ability. Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's loyal, so you can reduce him with fealty. Sweet. You Real. don't
0: see him come down on the table and go, Ugh.
1: But you're also like, okay, like, oh, if you gee, let him do yeah. his thing, he's going to give them more cards. Or he could put... It's a reasonable sh- cost. What, is he five? He's a five-coster, That's yeah. That's good, isn't it? He, uh, he's got the little extra. He's, he's, he's any cheaper, be, that'd be
0: madness. But <laughs> any more expensive, you probably wouldn't bother.
1: You'd never play him if he was six. And four, yeah. he'd be like in every fucking deck. Yeah, it's very advantageous. Yeah, it. And uh, you know, he also, if you don't want to draw the card, you can put shit in the discard and fuel joy. your economy with a new. Uh, I say new, it's not new anymore. This isn't cycle three. <laughs> the old. <laughs> the new old. The new old uh, Greyjoy Iron Islands market. So yeah, I'd say the reader's probably, probably like. An example of a perfectly balanced card, and extra points because it wasn't designed by FFG. Well, oh, wow. that's a we
0: really, that was, a, you know, a good answer. Have you thought about this one before? No,
1: no. I just, I, I always, I look at that card and I just think, fuck, that's so well balanced. God, that's balanced. Yeah, every time I play <laughs> it, actually makes me worse. In it's, that's why it's I it's literally came, dripping with balance. It is. It's sodden with balance. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I only came nineteenth at UK Nationals because, like a mug, I decided <laughs> to play Greyjoy. And I had a sneaky copy of him in the deck. And every time I drew him, I just became wonderfully and woefully distracted with his with its, with its his balance. So, um, yeah. We should really know who the player was who designed that card and reach out to him and thank him. If it. only there
0: was some way to find out. If only there was
1: some sort it of just isn't. database online with all of Thrones cards in it. If only. We can dream. What about you, Matt? What do you think the most balanced card is? God, that's hard. I guess it is. It is, isn't it? But I was able to answer it instantaneously. <laughs> I know you were. That's
0: part of the reason I'm struggling now. Just whip that Just out. say garden
1: caretaker, because he is pretty balanced, if you think about
0: it. Ah, he's very balanced, isn't he? you got to be, if you're on your haunches, digging. Digging in the dirt. Digging in the dirt with a sort of trowel. trowel. Yeah, you got to be balanced. um of <laughs> fine <That's sighs>
1: fine poise there.
0: God, that is really hard. I'm going to say Barristan
1: sell Selmy. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's good. you are going for the higher end of the spectrum now. I have.
0: Yeah. It's pretty I'm good. I'm not going to explain why. Is no, I, I think, you know, it's... <laughs> I'm not going to dignify I'm that, going to that. dignify it, that response, it, the response because it just came to my head. It's a very powerful effect. It can be really great, but at the same time, lacking an intrigue icon, it's not that special.
2: You know, it's Can't kind of... Can't reduce
1: some of naval calls either. Exactly. So... No fealty bonus. It's a shit
0: answer, isn't it? I think it's pretty good. He's a pretty balanced He's card. He's balanced, I'd say. He's not, you know, I'd say Robert Baratheon over.
1: Yeah, Robert Baratheon is of those me, power card. I'd happily
0: pay seven for him.
1: But only one but of them. But only, only one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you look at me and you think, oh, if I can get him out of the sun, great. Yeah. If I can't, not going to lose seven. If he sleep comes down
0: opposite, you go, Oh, that's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but that's... you don't go, flip the table. He's no Daenerys, you know what I mean? He's no... Uh... Oh,
1: God. Don't even get me started. He's no Merchant Prince. He's no Merchant so... Prince, Voltron. I'm going to say
0: aren't we? Yeah, yeah, all right. Hopefully you
1: know, that... It's that... a ridiculous answer. And that's the that's the cereal box prize question there. And with that concludes all the content we have. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's more. Oh, God, there's more.
0: Oh, there's much more. Young Young Hadley Moon asks... Ooh,
1: from Blackpool.
0: I don't know. I don't know where he's from. Hadley Moon asks, why is Malay not the main format of Thrones?
1: Well, I believe Dave Manford answered that question in the actual thread, which was... Did it, he? Used like, it used to be. It oh, used to be. It used to be. Wise words. Shall we... Did it? You know, as much as I absolutely can't stand the prattling on of first edition players and how great it was and all that <laughs> shit. It's like, oh well, it's sort of like listen listening to your Nan describing things after, in the baby boom. It's like, well I wasn't alive then. This has like no there's no context for me <laughs> here. This is just you you know getting nostalgic about it. and we all love getting nostalgic, don't get me wrong. I love to look back to I the, used
0: to. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nostalgia's not But it's I like a
1: to. drug. It's like a, it's like a barbiturate nostalgia, you know. Mm. It's great, but it doesn't get anything done like yourself on a barbiturate. Not that any of you would be, you know, meddling around with that sort of stuff, readers at home. I don't know where he's
0: going with this, but I'm excited <laughs> to find out. <laughs>
1: um, no, I don't know where I'm going with it either. No, but, but Melee used to be the, the format, and now it's really? not. Yeah, that's, that's what... Was that the, if it, like... I think it, that's what was inferred by Bamford's answer there.
0: So what, in, in first edition yeah. CCG, was it...
1: Oh, you know what, if only we had some sort of first edition player here to answer these questions. We don't know, do we? Well... But Tristan's I, on the line, eh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, is the answer, Hadley. Uh, if it was up to me, it would be. And I, I do kind of feel the way melee is treated by FFG does really suck. Kind of like a red stepchild. It is, it is the, very much the poor cousin of Joust. and The know. Nicholas
1: Smike of, of Joust for our Dickens readers out there. You uh, said
0: you didn't know Dickens earlier.
1: That's <laughs> wow. I oh, it. me away with the I, like, I don't know. I like to keep a few cars at the old sleeve. <laughs> what the dickens? Lots of use a worn out pun there at all. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I don't know. I do feel it's kind of, it is underrepresented. And I would like it if there was a bit more, a few more melee tournaments and stuff. I feel like early
1: on in Thrones life, they tried to make it this like um, competitive car game. Uh, and then halfway through that, they realised that it could never be a proper competitive car game. Because the variance in the game is just too high with... 60 card decks and you know three copies of each card it's just not it's not really possible to make like like a Magic Gathering style deck yeah. where it's hyper efficient and does the same thing exactly every single time. I mean game I see what
0: play. I mean you know Magic is the most popular card D- game and it's that format so I yeah, yeah. why it's supported and I get they, why I feel, I
1: feel like when they first started with Thrones they tried to do that with it and then realised I mean, especially in this in these, this this last, this cycle we're in now. You've got all these wacky cars coming out. It's fucking great. I think <laughs> that's sort of why I've ebbed away from Joust recently, which is probably what no one wants to hear on this podcast. They're all, like, eagerly tuning in for scraps of knowledge. They're probably not, actually. They're probably <laughs> going somewhere else entirely for that.
0: I think they know what they're getting.
1: <laughs> 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 you're getting a Dolmio's pasta bake with us li- <laughs> listeners at home. That's what you're getting. yeah um, <laughs> It's not exciting, but it's homely and it filling. filling and, and it's
0: advertised by puppets. And
1: it is. it is At least in this country. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so they've obviously, I think now they've gone over to L5R for their like hyper-competitive game and they've sort of thrown... Obviously, like, I have not seen the entire fourth cycle and I don't know what's coming. But I, if you were to ask me in the future what might be coming in the fourth cycle in terms of cards that you look at and go, well, that's pretty mental, I've never seen that in a game before, then, you know, that might be coming down the line. There might be some manipulation of elements of the game that you couldn't manipulate before.
0: Oh, well that leads us on to a, a new question. Oh, doesn't it? Mean, really? no, we, can, we can carry on with this. No, no that's I'm fine. just excited by the,
1: you know. You know, I'm just, this is wild speculation and hypothesising about things I know nothing about, but, you know... Um, the way that Thrones is going, I feel like it's probably, it's almost in a way going back to what I hear first edition was like with the, I think
0: that was always going to happen, wasn't it? With a sort of like
1: crazy decks, you know, these sort of like these weird agendas that came out, things that you and I aren't privy to is lesser beings of the Thronosphere. How do
0: you feel about Combo? Which is a little bit of a tangent, but not so much. I mean, that's a new thing.
1: At first, I was kind of ambivalent about it. I was a bit like, "Well, whatever." My 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 response to a lot of that these like things that erupt on the Facebook group and people are like, "Man, there's a deck, and we don't know how to beat it." It's like, "Well, learn how to beat it." But now that it wasn't just one combo deck or two or three, it's now now become its own sort of like yeah. Netflix series, you know, of combo decks. Each one sort of worse than the last. I feel that. You know, it's one of those things if it does get too widespread and it does sort of, like, infect every orifice of the meta and, you know, it starts ruining people's, like... Um experiences yeah. of the game especially yeah. in a competitive format like if you went to Starleck and every fucking deck you played on that day oh, it suck. was combo <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you've spent like however much fucking money to be in that castle in Germany you would be fucked off on a level you know it's just undeniable you'd be like I did not fucking sign up for this you know and also the, the, if, if that is every single game you play then there's something wrong with the game I think yes. I, d- I don't really know yeah, how Netrunner definitely. works but I knew there was a period of Netrunner where there was basically like two decks yeah, a, that's why i heard play.
0: from friends who yeah. I think quite a few people dropped out because because of, it was just you knew what you were going to face. That's and it. Yeah, so that that and has either you
1: were me. running the deck the beer or you were running the deck. And I think if a game ever gets like that, then you have to look at it and ask some questions. But from what I understand, is there was a a bit like a really not to do a hand here, but like a really you know, a really voracious mistress that, you know, people flirted with the combo decks for a while, and there was this whole little, like, sub-chapter. But now people have sort of... I'm uncomfortable with you flirting with this metaphor, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I'm uncomfortable (laughs) with myself. (laughs) I don't know what to do with myself. Um, People have started to to move away from it again. You know, I haven't heard of any tournaments, You know, apart from the ones in Italy where they invent combo, but, you know, that's their own fault, isn't it? I'm kind
0: of two minds about it. Like, I really... The thing I love about thrones and deck building games in general and something that i'm not that good at is finding stuff that's yeah that does you know that. what i mean like i think the, on a level i would totally respect i for do that. respect but at the same time i can respect builders but i don't want to play it yeah every game so i can kind of i played against one combo deck which was against darren which was hyper cersei and i managed to kill cersei in the second <laughs> plot phase
1: and he still won he still won a
0: because he's very good But B, there was just, like, not much I could do. Like, the wheels were already... In motion. In motion. And it's kind
1: of... (laughs) It's it's basically... I don't know. I feel like there should be decks like that in any card game, you know, because they're cool and it's people being clever and looking at how cards can work and sort of twisting them into a way that breaks the standard format of the game. But if they ever get to a point where that's all anyone's playing and it's rampant and that's not the game. Basically, if the FFG set out to design a game in a certain way and the game then became something that they never intended, then it's wrong, really. Yeah. If they're like, Thrones should be this and while when these decks first came out, we were like, okay, cool, this is like a a quirky, fun, silly way to play the game. But now they've just developed into this horrible, toxic thing, then yeah, then kill them all. I think Annals is a stupid plot for what it's worth. I think there should be some form of limit on it. And a lot of all, in fact, all of the combo deck problems seem to stem from that one plot. So Alex Hines, you're a mad genius. I think it's a wicked card. I I know you designed it with the best intentions, but as I think yourself said, now that more stuff has come out uh, and it's uh, changed the game in ways you couldn't possibly predict, (laughs) um, it's something that probably does need to be eroded or banned or... Not banned, that's strong, you know. Uh, burn every copy burnt. Put on some sort of restricted list or something. Um Yeah, just just to have like some sort of like book burning, but for annals only. We'll all gather in a town square somewhere, angrily screaming.
0: Well, Hadley, cursing
1: Alex's name and burning every copy of Annals.
0: Hadley kind of asked a follow up question, which is why is Melee no longer the main format of thrones? Well if had- you could tailor the discussion for those who don't know much and more about first edition. So, I
1: yeah, I I don't Back know. Back in first edition, Hadley. Mellow was a really <laughs> big... <laughs> <laughs> Which you'd know.
0: Um, I don't know, really. I, I guess it's not considered to be as prestigious. Uh, certainly a lot of the Americans we met at Starlet kind of were very dismissive of Mellow. I think
1: the reason for it is is because it's not so much a game of skill as it is a game of fun. Which That's is kind true. of preposterous to me because to me, Joust isn't a really, like... I'm not going to go on some holier-than-thou tip because my joust joust career in Thrones, if you can call it that, which you definitely can't because no form of work has gone into it. Um, Yeah, my joust stint, if you will, you know, um, was never, like, the best competitive player. I had, like, some good results, but one thing that's always, like, really frustrated me with Thrones is just, you know, you have a really cool deck idea and you can't consistently get it to work. And at first I was like, oh, it's just because X, Y, and Z. Uh, but really, when you look at it, it's things like the deck size of the game, um, always having to run certain stuff because there's always something in the meta you have to fear. Like, you know, like with the plot deck, m- most factions will be running confiscation. And that's been in its core set. And that's annoying, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because that's one of the really cool things about Thrones is you have this other deck
0: yeah, I mean, I don't know that's
1: as true as it was, but. Ch- is but... Anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent here. Like, Joust is the competitive format um, for Thrones, and that's where the glory is, you know, if you want to be I- one of those. I think I
0: can, like, to kind of relate to what you were saying, I think you can build a deck in Joust that is very, very likely to win, might not due to variance, might not due to the matchup. <clears throat> you can take a really strong deck to melee, and depending on the table you're at and the way the table goes... You could lose because of a person. Everyone fight. And you that, that kind of variance you can't really have in a massively competitive game. You I guess. can't plan for, man, It's a different it skill set of it melee.
1: It's you mode. could take a bad deck to melee and win just because you have got everyone else on the table to do what you want. You know, when there's multiple parties involved, like if, it, if, if I'm just playing you in a game, my one objective is to beat you. If it's a one, it's a one v one. Yeah. I have one objective and that's to beat you. If it's a, you know, a free for all with four players. Like my path to victory is not to, is not determined solely by like one yeah. singular object- objective. I have to like. There's a lot of things. I have to there. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more factors in play. There's but a see, lot for more me,
0: like that, that would make. I'd much rather watch a melee game between four excellent players than I would watch a joust game between two excellent players. Yeah, I because guess because just that kind of the level yeah. of play that would go with that, and the way the kind of <clears throat> the story of the game would unfold is a lot more interesting to me.
1: I think. The problem, the problem with Joust and Thrones is it's gone through like various stages where there's been, uh, maybe it's, maybe it's just me and my bias. Even if I'm being honest, there's like stages of the meta that I've hated just because it's this style of deck that I've never liked. You know, like super big guy, renowned, efficient, straightforwards. You know, trigger some sort of powerful effect repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And the kind of decks I like. Uh, not so. It's kind of like just sort of fun comboy stuff, yeah. but not like proper yeah. combo, you know. Just sort of like, I guess a bit janky, a bit, jank-y a bit silly, yeah. you know. Um, God, I've totally forgotten what the fuck I want on <laughs> <laughs> that.
0: okay. It. Uh, so the main reason... Yeah, why, why, totally is melee not, <laughs> why, why is Melee not competitive? We're not entirely sure, but I guess for the crowd that they're trying to attract for the competitive scene, Melee doesn't lend itself as well and it's not as concrete as melee, uh, as Joust would be would be my answer that's it, that's whether fair. it's true or not I don't know perhaps right. no one knows uh, so I hope we I hope we answered that question Hadley I feel deep down that we didn't um, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel we rambled enough on it <laughs> I feel like we talked about it you know it happened. It was
1: some directionless conversation.
0: It was a thing that happened in the world, and you can't take that away from it.
1: Time passed, and at the end of it, something happened. Uh,
0: Fred, Fred Be Wired says... Beard?
1: Bjord? Is that some sort of
0: Scandinavian? Now, this influence? is a music reference that I don't get, and I feel kind of old. Maybe Dan knows it.
1: Okay, hit me up with it.
0: Why are we still here just to suffer? Every night I can feel my decks and my plots, even the discards. The lists I've lost, the chill I've lost, won't stop hurting... It's like they're all still there. You feel it too, don't you? I'm going to make them give them back our podcast.
1: I actually don't get that music reference. Do you not? No. I mean, maybe
0: isn't maybe it's just a poem that he's written.
1: He's maybe it's just a, a beautiful poem. That's great. You know, you've nailed it on the podcast scene when you have your listener base inspired to write poetry about you. I think you know that's uh, that's one of the most beautiful things anyone's that's ever what done. It's all been me. around,
0: really. Yeah.
1: Uh, a pol- uh, forming a cult of personality. Mm. <laughs> that's what it's all been about. <laughs> but let's
0: let's break that down. Why are we mm. still here just to suffer? That, I feel that's, like this, there's a lot of different philosophical schools of thought here. That's deep,
1: isn't it? I mean, so... if you ever watched a film called I Heart Huckabees, Fred, therein lies your answer. I'd give that a crack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. Forget reading any kind of philosophy or
1: just watch I Heart That's Huckabees. almost like taking an entire... You know, fresh as year university degree in philosophy. <laughs> uh,
0: short answer, don't know. Long answer, uh, we've all done something bad and this is just a simulation from the future.
1: Suffering is the bridge between inevitability and meaning. God, take
0: that. You don't you <laughs> get out on Brotherhood without manners, do you? <laughs>
2: you sure don't Matt you sure don't
0: <laughs> so there we go uh, what is knowledge what is not knowledge
1: um, <laughs> answer every question <laughs> by flipping it like, that's, that's a superhero from Mystery Man, the why is Sansa
0: 1 the best card in the game why is Sansa 1 not the best card in the game
2: <laughs> who's to say we uh, actually so thanks, a... thanks
0: for that Fred but he, he then says an actual Thrones question though
1: oh Nice, curveball. Brace yourselves. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Barrage <in cardinal. laughs> How,
0: how and when should a faction card stand be added to the game, if ever? So, uh, there's a second question which we'll go on to. Uh,
1: I'm going to say a faction card stand shouldn't be added to the game. I feel like that's one thing. One thing it was missing in early thrones was a lack of opportunity cost for the faction card, Neil. Okay. So if anything, it was under, you know, um, it wasn't a big deal. And now, now that the game's been going a while, lots of cool cards have come out. You know, we've got agendas, we've got faction card needing effects. Yada, yada, yada. Now it really is something you have to think about.
0: Do you, Do you not think maybe a plot that would have very low stats, but you may you may stand your faction card? immediately oh, I see. Immediately, so you early? take
1: like a big economic initiative hit to, yeah. to, to do it. If you've got some kind, of, I mean, I but as a, a bit like um, what's that one? Um, Power behind the throne, where you get a stand token for a character, but you yeah. get it for your plot. Yeah. But it'd have to be worse because that that plot's got pretty crappy stats, right? It's only it's only no, it's only, used, great, yeah. no, it, it's only it's used, used in, in rain steps uh, yeah. where you can flip into it. Because you never like put it in your plot. Well, I mean, some people might, but you generally don't see it running plot. I mean,
0: that's so. the only way I could, because it is such a powerful mechanic. The only way I could see them fairly doing it is if it was a plot that limited you in other ways.
1: It would have to have zero claim, I think. Maybe, yeah. Just for just for no apparent reason other than just handing <laughs> just for, out, just handing out to five five claim, five claim plot. <laughs> Maybe you could have five claim, yeah, but no nothing of anything else. No gold and no, no economy. Yeah. That's it.
0: That's how much we thought about that. I mean, yeah, I, I how when is a different question. I mean, yeah. if I'm
1: being serious, I probably wouldn't put it in. I like the fact that it's something you really have to think about and consider now. And I think any mechanic that sort of let you circumnavigate it, unless it was like heavily penalized in some way, like Matt mentioned, would just cheapen it really wouldn't it Would cheapen the value I mean if you had like a
0: I'd be interested to see it to be honest I think I'd it would interested.
1: be well, like uh, it would have to be it would have to be like a Valor stats or something like that Yeah, you know weak weak stats yeah crippling maybe maybe, maybe like maybe like three the thing or is, four like, with Valor
0: well, there's the chance that if that's in your plot deck it's going to hurt you at some point whereas with this
1: well I you know not that I know what's coming up in the whole of the four cycle but it's quite an interesting <laughs> plot well, what a good design for an interesting plot might be if I was designing a plot, would be like a plot that, you know, hypothetically had amazing stats, but utterly crippled you in one specific way. You know, like some sort of abilities and not hold on to cards at the end of it. But, you know, I mean, that's just wild.
0: Wild Wild issues.
1: fanboys, like, you know, spitballing there. Um, you know, so maybe if there was something like that something that crippled you in a certain way in a plot sort of format but for the faction card stand then maybe it would be cool. But so there'd have to be so a heavy penalty yeah, Limit, for limit once. Not limit once. Limit never. Even on the t- <laughs> turn you lose. <place>. a <laughs> absolute troll. Right. So it's a plot with terrible stats that, that means you mean can't right. <laughs> you, <laughs> you may
0: not stand your faction card. You're <laughs> like, oh, well, I'm glad they clarified that. That's the definition of binder fodder. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, his his follow-up question. Was same to do with initiating challenges outside of the challenges phase.
1: And that's an idea I think is is more interesting mm. because that's something that's not in the game currently, and I don't know certain certain factions or certain decks have like a, a real a real advantage in the challenge phase. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so any any deck that runs renowned characters. Um, you know, big beefy guys that make it really easy to win challenges. It There's has a lot
0: of Tyrell stuff that enables yeah. you to initiate additional good, it? good
1: stuff. Really, yeah. you know, that just makes it makes the challenges phase a lot better. And you know, you've got I mean, how de- would that
0: work though? You, you're you're able to initiate something in dominance phase.
1: Um, I saw, I think Isian posted some sort of thing like, uh, you are able to do an additional challenge after your opponent's done all their challenges. Basically, so you, either you do your you do your challenge. So, I think if you, you go first, the opponent does all their challenges, and then you're able to initiate another one. Or maybe you do like two, and then you do the third one after the opponent's done all theirs, or something. Some sort okay. of like. Right, an agenda? Or... Christ knows. Some sort of like. It would have to be something like that. You know, it would have to be something you like deck definitely design around. Or maybe like a really expensive event or something. Something, uh, something that's hard to pull off.
0: You it's know interesting idea. like
1: certain cards that might or might not come out in the fourth cycle. Who's to say? Who's to say? But yeah, any any sort of like powerful game manipulating effect should have a real a real cost laid into it, or make it should be very difficult to trigger in some form, like a plot phase action. Okay, but so costly. how and when should it be added? Probably, I think the game's probably probably ready to start having extra bits added in at this point. Um, you know, it's sort of in my mind become a game of butting. Fighting big guys against each other in a way. Some of the subtler, more fun decks. Uh, well, at least in the last meta that I was seriously involved in, which was the Starlay meta. Um, you know, but I've li- I've like I like what I've seen so far from this cycle. You know, the first pack was uh, had some pretty cool cards in it. The second pack's got House of the Red Door, which is a nice a nice new agenda. I've seen some sort of fun, silly decks come up around that, and one of which I'll probably be taking to the store champs.
0: What's your what What would be your choice for House of the Red
1: Door? Um, I like, I really, I really want to make a house for the Red Door, Old Town Deck. (laughs) I want to do it. That could be fun. Because it reminds me of, um, the Lord of the Rings card game where, um, they're just cards that reward, they're, they're basically like gambler's cards. You name a card and then you chuck it in the discard pile. And if it's the card you name, then instead of going into the discard, it like goes into play or you draw it or something like that happens. And there were ways to kind of break that mechanic because... You know, like, you could play with the, the top card of your deck revealed so you always knew you were discarding. Stuff like that. Okay, so pretty janky. Yeah, just fun, stupid stuff, really. You know, like, silly shit. I like, I, I want to play a deck that is a bit like going on a merry-go-round. You know, nothing's happening on it, but everyone's having a kind of a good time. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I am. The other people on the merry-go-round I can care less about as long as I'm on the merry-go-round. Yeah, that's not what
0: merry-go-rounds are about, is it?
1: You don't... Well, that's what they're about for me, man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, we're on our, on our last question, so we might just ramble on for a bit after this. In fact, I'd say it's probably a certainty.
1: I've got a big mirror of. <laughs> <laughs> we don't unless lessons at home, in case you want to This we're is from at.
0: Paul G E Double D E S. It's his rap name. <laughs> He's asked a few questions. A few. Why is Gendry not in all Dom decks
1: as a three of? He's got a pretty severe downside, Paul. Whereas it's a short answer. if you don't win dominance he discards himself. So while he can be very good, he can also be a risk. And hopefully, Paul, that answers your question. That's a very good that's a very good answer. I think I feel like that's like basic card analysis there. To go deeper, Paul, there's now a second iron throne in town, and it's called Naga's Ribs. Or Naga's Ribs. How do you say it? Naga's. Nagas Ribs. Naga's. Yeah, Nagas Ribs. So what that does, Paul, is it when when a character would or I can't no it's character when a character will be discarded you can uh, react with Naga's ribs and put it in the dead pile and it gives you 2 plus strength for every character in the dead pile towards dominance so uh, yeah I think Gendry kind of gets made slightly worse by the inclusion of that in the meta but go. who's to say who's to say fair enough that, well that's all our questions Dan
0: I'd like to ask you a question
1: oh this is a surprise. I hadn't prepared myself. You hadn't, no. Ask away, dear Matt. Ask away.
0: If you could only play one faction for the rest of your Thrones career, what would it be?
1: Uh, my Thrones career. That's a grand, that's a grand old it's term. It's grandiose, but you know. It would have to be my well-documented, well-known, favourite faction. I mean, if someone looks at me and they go, that's Dan. He definitely plays those guys. He's a legend. <laughs> Targaryen. kidding oh my god this guy (laughs) oh my god if I feel like probably Martel actually I think Um, because I do like Nine's Watch uh, a lot in terms of theme mainly Um, but you know like it's either play the wall or play steel stuff and steel stuff while really fun isn't super isn't super viable competitively and the wall deck while is slightly less fun I still enjoy it. it is not it's not something I'd want to have to play forever, really. You know? I don't know. Martell are more fun. Martell know. more bouncy. You know? To go back to our various ball analogies we've used throughout the show. I mean, mainly I've used <laughs> throughout the show. You know, We had the squash ball, the beach ball, the Nickelback concert.
0: That's true. That's been a subtle running, running a thing. Subtle, <laughs> a subtle noticed. vein
1: running through the episode there. Um, yeah yeah probably then what about you Matt if you can only play one faction ever and if you chose to play a different faction your toes would be cut off and since your loved ones are sort of grim talismans um, which Shit. faction would you choose
0: uh, oh god there's an element of threat there isn't there
2: <laughs> <laughs> probably, we just we just scrap
1: probably. everything that's come before let's just have an, have an episode where we interview each other <laughs> let's do that now. What's your favourite place to go on a caravan holiday,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'd have to say Dorset. (laughs) Uh, If I had to pick one, probably Baratheon, just because they were the first faction I enjoyed playing. God,
1: you would say that, wouldn't
0: you? And, you know, I kind of enjoy the, the theme of Baratheon, which is like, I don't really want to do anything. I just want you not to do stuff. And I kind of want to sit here and just be nice, you know? Be nice. Be nice and, you know... Nice in victory. I'm going to sit here and just get power for doing nothing. You just sit down and have a
1: rest. (laughs) You know, it's fine. Or Greyjoy just because they're fun. Rest your weary legs. Greyjoy are fun, you know. I mean, they're really... I I dislike how powerful they've become. I liked it. I liked it when they were, like, not cool. Scrappy underdogs. Yeah.
0: I've never played Stark, really. Do you know what's the most ridiculous
1: 180 on a card ever? It's fucking Dagmar. Do you, yeah. remember Dag- do you remember when Dagmar was like huh the Dagmar he'll be, he'll be in the binder forever
0: look at him now though
1: look at him now look at him grinning through his <laughs> ugly hacked up face <laughs> he's laughing smiling at, at the meta like who's he's the bitch now? The now you're slotting me in and every day and he's only just going to get better he's the only card that can well that and Frozen Solid and well, actually he's not the only card there's a few but House of the Red Door you know how you can't leave play or whatever where right, I can't leave play but Dagmar can see that
0: oh yeah, that's true.
1: You, you may not be able to discard it with Put the Torch, that popular card everyone's running, or we do not say. But you can steal it with Dagma. You can also freeze it solid. True. And I think you can ping it back to hand with that well loved Wildling event, Scaling the Wall. In every deck. Every deck, time's true. With Wildlings, sometimes.
0: All right, and what deck would you never play?
1: Uh, probably Targaryen. Good, me too. I... <laughs> Where you played Targaryen, mad? Not at uh, Astral Gems. No, you played it in this house that we're sat in now once.
0: I have, and I didn't... <sighs> uh, I don't it's... like Burned decks.
1: It's quite weird, really, because in L5R I play Crab, and there's a kind of a similar crossover between the themes of Targ and the themes of Crab, which is this bluffing element of... Sometimes you're not bluffing. It's always best if you actually have the cards. But, you know, like with... Target's always like, do I have Dracarys in hand? And with Crab, it's like, do I have, where the Crab in hand? And if you ever get into a situation where you've only got one or two Marchable characters, I'm oh, sorry, Marshall, they're going to be slipping into my Thrones cadence like a like a sultry evening gown there. Uh, yeah, you know, there's, there's always this element of like, if you let your guard down for a second, I'm going to fuck you with this like super powerful event. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I just, I don't know what it is. I I prefer, I just don't, sorry, I just don't like the Targ mechanics. <laughs> Fair don't, enough. They seem like, I've never felt more helpless playing against a faction. Yeah, yeah. same, really. Yeah. It's, it's I like.
0: Think, I don't enjoy playing against Targ, therefore I don't want to be the person
1: playing Targ. No. I mean, I do, however, like. Consuming Flames! <laughs> As a card, just because you, you can say it like that, you, you, I think you have to say it like that. I don't, you don't think do you it. can go into a tournament and it's not like Jokaris, you know, that's what you say when you go, Jokaris. Like I'm just gonna just drop my yeah, hand. It's gonna, Consuming, cons- to consuming
2: flames,
1: it's a bit like Ian McKellen against the Balrog, isn't it? Yeah, it's really like that. I would like it if they did.
0: Have you seen that thing that's like, ugh, is it it's called ultimate magic or mad magic or?
1: What happens in it, Matt? What's all, the what's All the, the cards in it are just ridiculous. Like, oh. you, when you
0: play this card, you must throw it from a distance of three oh, well, feet onto yeah, the table. The joke cards.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd not... like a Thrones variant of that. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> One chapter pack. Some sort of, like, drinking game related, maybe. Some sort of Starlick edition. Yeah. Don't know if you've ever been to Starlick, guys. I've been Yeah, what happened in Dalek?
2: we had
0: a whole Starlike episode planned but that was months ago we (laughs) never
1: followed up on that promise but there was lots of puns uh, which you know like a disappointing father figure that's never there for Christmas that's quite relevant to the time recording this isn't it Um, yeah we did have a Starlink episode planned but what ended up happening listeners at home was um, we just actually had a lot of fun and forgot that there was some sort of Ulterior mission that we went out there to do. We're we're fickle hedonistic creatures listeners at home. Don't take that on yourselves. That's just us. There's nothing you can do about that.
0: So I don't know. I feel like we're Spiralling towards the end of this episode, it's
1: sort of like you know, you know how you feel when you're really pissed. You know, you're trying to walk in a straight line. Yeah, you don't
0: even want to say goodbye to anyone anymore. It's just you like just want to leave the pub,
1: Digby Chicken Caesar. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> you're sort of swaying around. You feel like you're in the vortex.
0: We reach the point of the podcast where if you shut your eyes, you just you want to sleep, but it won't come.
1: It just <laughs> won't come. It's like the palliative care part of the uh, <laughs> of the podcast. Uh,
0: so I would just like to say. Thank you if you've listened to this podcast and enjoyed it, and well um, done if you've got to the end of this one. Hell. If you've made it to, a, you need a medal. Maybe you were sniffing um, for some
1: scraps of a deck list, but you <laughs> you, you were sorely <laughs> disappointed Idiot. by the end of it, weren't you, you listeners? Um,
0: if you've listened to this podcast while it's been on and enjoyed it, then thank you. We've had a lot of fun making it, and we've always enjoyed any kind of affirmation that we exist. That's it. So any any kind
1: that. of sort of you know yeah, positive affirmation, a pat on the back you know from the father figure you never had <laughs> then uh, yeah that's that's what we've that's what we've been in it for
0: and it's been a great time so hopefully we'll we'll see you out in a, in the in the field and maybe we'll do another skype episode one day who knows if we're all maybe there'll uh, just totally be some you know like
1: you know how with friends they all fucked it off for a while and there was a reunion episode there wasn't there was i was there not no. was that seinfeld well, the concept of a reunion ex- episode you get what exists, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Well, there might be some uh, listeners. You I, never know. There yeah, might it, be. It'll yeah.
0: be nice, and hopefully, Dan and Matt will fail miserably in everything they try and do overseas and come mm. back crawling back. Yeah, which, crawling we'll back. We'll all stop playing the game.
1: Like pitiful maggots. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but you know, thank you, thank you for listening. Um, That's it. Look let's it. hope to see you in real life sometime soon.
1: And if you would like to follow on the story of what happens to us next after this podcast, you can tune in to Jousting Pavilion on the, <laughs> the Worldwide or Super Highway. The Worldwide Super Highway, known as a little name I like to call the Internet, uh, on the sixth or seventh of January—I forget which day. What day is Saturday next week, Matt? I believe it's the sixth. It's the sixth of January. There you go. We've got it live here on air, folks, uh, where we'll be playing in a store championship. Uh, no doubt smashing the field. Um, and even though this episode may not have been you know, <laughs> edited relevant, together. edited, or uh, have any contextual information. I feel like that's the
0: perfect way to go out. Yeah. And you have been the audience, and we have been Ducklist and Chill. Your favourite podcast? Favourite podcast? My fucker.